0: This week, we're headed back to the land of unsolved true crime. This time, it's the Texarkana Moonlight Murders, where a string of attacks left five people dead and a bunch of questions to be asked. Listener discretion is always advised. All aboard the Midnight Train. Hello, passengers, and welcome to the Midnight Train, where, of course, we bring the dark to light. We make fun of and joke about creepy stuff while bringing you as much information on each topic as possible, but you knew that. That's why you're here, unless you're new. and If you're new, keep in mind we are a comedy podcast, and things can get pretty dark, so if you're not into that, listen, give it a chance, but if you don't like it, it's fine. We don't need to hear any tweets about it. It's it's completely cool. Thanks for being just as twisted and screwed up as us if you happen to stay. So, I am your host, the conductor of The Cryptic, Jonathan Sayre. And with me today, back in the co host chair, it's Mr. Moody.
1: Yeah. How's it going, buddy? Oh, man. You know, it's going. Wait, is this a surprise you were talking about? This was the surprise. Oh, I'm the surprise. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been a surprise before.
0: You are now. You, you I are mean, a, I
1: said like in a good way.
0: Were you a surprise to your mother at all? Maybe. Or were you planned? I don't know. Oh.
1: <laughs> I don't, I, those are the questions that you don't ask. I was planned. <laughs> my son wasn't.
0: Yeah. yeah. Most does, of mine weren't <laughs> either.
1: It's okay. I mean, they all
0: were. Of oh, course sure, they were. Sure. Now, listen, our Patreon bonus for this week is going to be, uh, it's going to be on the Archives of Terror. <laughs> Which, it's just insane. It's something Logan sent over, and it seems pretty cool. So make sure you guys stick around for that. Also, bonus episodes for uh, behind the scenes for the Icons and Outlaws is up. And yes, Icons and Outlaws, the podcast, the music podcast, you can actually go and subscribe to that everywhere you listen to podcasts. Right now, there's a teaser and a trailer up for it, and uh, episodes will be dropping. In fact, four of them are going to drop all at one time here within the next month or so. Four? Four. Four. (laughs) (laughs) so we're just gonna save the rest of the business stuff until the end let's get into this let's turn down the lights adjust our seats grab a drink it's coffee and let's get spooky well I didn't say what's in the coffee yeah but first here's a toast all you beautiful motherfuckers so many layers it's fancy <laughs> alright so listen uh, Moody do you know anything about the Texarkana Moonlight murders very little very little I know okay. that they were crazy yeah
1: and uh, I know that, I mean I, I know a little bit about it I did a, did a little bit of looking a while ago about these but I never got into it Like well too far. I'll tell you this much please do <laughs> before we even get into this okay this
0: whole thing is a fucking mess it's a mess <laughs> it's a mess Okay, and I'm not just talking. I'm talking from every aspect of it. It's a mess. Are we talking about the murders or the podcast? Yes. <laughs> well, we know about the podcast, <laughs> but this this whole series of events, like even the 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 murders themselves, horrible, obviously, because yeah, people oh, died. Obviously. The attacks, horrible as well. Uh, the investigation, <laughs> um, oh, bumbling idiots. Yeah, well, it's the, is the, it the usual fucking. It's, the, it's the, what is it? The late forties. In, in, in Texarkana in the area, that whole area. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then like even the suspects, none of it, you, you, as Did we they, go through okay, this. Okay,
1: hold on. So you said it was was mid-40s? Late 40s. Late 40s. Yes. Texarkana area. Yeah. They just blamed all the black people, didn't they? We've, actually, no. It's quite really? kind of the
0: opposite, but not in a good
1: way. Oh. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Um, that's
0: honestly that surprises me. <laughs> yeah, it, it surprised me a lot. There what you you'll see. All right. So the Tex Moonlight Murders were a series of murders in the spring of 1946, where eight people were attacked, five of which were unfortunately murdered. Similar to the Zodiac and the Monster of Florence, the attacker oh. focused on male female couples. Also okay. similar to those cases, the attacker has never been caught. Yeah. That's why it's unsolved really? and why we're
1: doing it. Where's the dun-dun-dun for that? <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. wait! Is it this one? Yeah. There it is. There
0: you go. I always get it mixed up with...
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it is always... I all mean, generally, it's yeah, the same it's thing. It's the same anyways.
0: thing, yeah. All right, so first off, what the hell is Texarkana, you're probably asking? Well, that's not a state I've ever heard of, right? Yeah. Right. And you would yeah. be correct. Yeah. Because it's not. I've never heard of it. Okay. Really? Right. <laughs> you never heard of Texarkana? No, I have oh, okay. I lived in Louisiana, bro. Oh, yeah. So you're f- very familiar with really. it. So Texarkana began as a railroad and lumber center and is considered the two-county area between Texarkana, Arkansas in Miller County and Texarkana, Texas in Bowie County. Okay. And according to the U.S. Office of Management and Budget, the Texarkana Mex- uh, Mex- Metropolitan Statistical Area, or MSA as they call it, oh. has the area um, with right around 137,000 people living in it. As of the 2020 census,
1: okay. so it's not overly huge, but not not small by any right.
0: Means. Yeah, it's not a not a small spot, but not a big <clears throat> spot. Right. The Red River Army Depot and Lone Star Ammunition Plant oh. seem to drive the jobs to the Lone area. Star. <laughs> Lone Star. Lone <laughs> Star. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> raspberry. Only one man would dare
1: <laughs> give me the raspberry.
0: <laughs> so only. So this basically started mainly due to uh, uh, what what kind of thing happened in the 1940s where army depots would need to stock up ammunition. Do you think? That's a good question. Um,
1: uh, a lot of circuses were starting up then. Yes. Yeah. M- with midget Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. I remember the midget. Go back and listen yeah. to that episode, people. I'm going to go with world wars though. Uh, for 500, Alex. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. <laughs> of course, world war II
0: was happening at the time. So we were trying to stockpile as much as we possibly could. So it was founded in 1873 and has three possibilities of how it acquired its name. <laughs>
1: What? Wait a minute! They don't even know how the name came about. They
0: actually have no idea.
1: So when you said this is a mess, I, I told, dude, I'm telling you, we're st- we're already there.
0: Correct. We're we're, we're about don't six minutes know, in.
1: <laughs> they don't even know how it got its name. Correct. And you're talking about
0: two separate places in two separate states with the same name. Interesting. Right across from each other. Like you okay. know what I mean? It's like me sitting from you, and we. I just decided to call myself Moody. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't do that, but I'm just saying. Okay.
1: I would hope not. Yeah. That would be terrible
0: for you. <laughs> so, first, their thought is that okay. there was a Red River steamboat that tugged around the area named oh. the Texarkana, and the settlers just liked the name.
1: I mean, it's a fun thing to say. Right. Texarkana. Yeah. Yeah, that's good.
0: Second, a storekeeper named Swindle from Louisiana made up a drink called Texarkana Bitters, and the settlers were a bunch of drunks who liked the name. You know, kind of, I like that one. That's my favorite so far.
1: He's a store owner. Yes. <laughs> his Name his is his Swindle. swindle. Mm hmm. Told you, mess. Mess. All right. So that's that's option two. That's two. Uh, what is option
0: three? Third, it was named by railroad surveyor Colonel Gus Noble, who took one look out his front door and said, Well, there's Texas over there. Yeah. Arkansas over there. Over there. And Louisiana down there. Like right that way. Mm, I got it. Arkanexania. <laughs> <laughs> and then he thought, No. No. No, that's not going to work. <laughs> then he thought. That's a mouthful. Right? Then he's like, I got it. Louis Assless, Texas. <laughs> no, no, that didn't work either. And then he mm, said, Yes. Getting better. Texarkana. So it's oh, Texas, Arkansas, Arkansas Louisiana. Louisiana. Yeah, okay. All right. The area is also home <laughs> to the Fook Monster. The what now? The Fook Monster. How's that spelled? F O U K E. You're gonna go with Fuka. Huh? huh? What do you think, Fauci? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the guy that tells us to stay indoors? Fauci. <laughs> Isn't that his name? Oh, that's Fauci. Oh, Sorry. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So the Fook monster. He's a monster as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which resides in Boggy Creek and seems to be oh. their version of the one and only Sasquatch.
1: Oh, he's a Sam Squatch. Yeah. So
0: you being down there, you never heard of the Fook Monster?
1: I have not actually heard of that, and I'm probably pronouncing it incorrectly. It's it seems like a very local. that has got to be a localized kind of like the Ohio Grassman, you know that yeah. kind of thing. It's good, or the the skunk ape in Florida.
0: Well, well, you know what it is, Louisiana. I wonder if it's Fouquet <laughs> Monster. Ah, yeah, da, da, da Fouquet Monster. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all like that Fouquet. All right, <laughs> all right. So yes, they have their own Sasquatch.
1: I like it. I'm gonna yeah. have to check that out. Yes, the Fouquet, look into that.
0: F o u k e. Surprised I don't know that. So the four violent attacks took place from February to May of nineteen forty six, which doesn't really sound like spring, but it's getting close to it, I guess. Well, spring well, starts in spring, March, right? It
1: just started. Yeah. The 20th. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Happy Yesterday. spring, everybody. Spring has fucking sprung. It, and it's actually kind of beautiful outside today. Oh uh, it's, it's actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's nice. I think it's actually I think it's mid fifties right now.
0: I hate it. I just wish it was raining in mid fifties. That's my really? Yeah. It's that's like me. Oh yeah, I'm a I'm a dismal. Rain's
1: good for sleeping.
0: I'm brooding. I'm a brooding kind of person. You're st- so the attacker had his sights set on couples you take the eyeliner off man that's right (laughs) there's a reason i used to paint my nails black it's like my soul (laughs) so of course he was looking for couples all right uh male and female couples to be exact although focusing on gay couples would have made the area and the attacker quite progressive for the time (laughs) or much worse depending on which way you look at it i'm just saying let me think about it. It's so the 1940s. If he's like, "Hey, I'm just gonna kill the gay folk," you know what I mean? Like, see, that sounds yeah. bad. But then he's like, "Equal, equal opportunity. I'm just gonna kill the gay folk." Then, you know what I mean? No, none yeah. of that sounds good, does it? No. It's no. Terrible. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's a, well, whatever. He <laughs> didn't do that. So the first attack was on Friday, February 22nd of 1946, right around 11:45. Working night. for
1: the weekend. Huh? Yeah.
0: Well, that's you'll hear about that too. This is oh, kind really? of his, it's part of his MO. Oh. Yeah. Oh, see, uh, I know more than I thought. See. I did. 25-year-old Jimmy Hollis and his 19-year-old girlfriend, Mary Jean Larry, decided to head to Lover's Lane after seeing a movie together. Mary Jean Larry? Mary Jean Larry. Yeah. She has three first names. Yes.
1: <laughs> and, one name. and one of them's a guy.
0: And one of them's a guy. Well, right. it's, it's Larry L-A-R-E-Y.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's, that's a little better. Maybe
0: it's Laurie and it's just a spelled weird. Larry? Yeah. I don't know. It's Larry. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> so I'm not sure what movie they went to see, but it was probably uh, either Song of the South. Oof. The Stranger. Okay. Or Strangler of the Swamp.
1: I'm not familiar with that
0: one. Yeah. It's an old, it, those were those were, all playing at the those time? Those were all playing in theaters in that area at that time. It was, it was probably song in the South. <laughs> I just think it'd be really fucked up if it was Strangler of the Swamp and they're the ones that oh, got attacked. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: yeah. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Or yeah. The Str- yeah. I don't know
0: regardless, after the movie, they wanted to do some necking and proceeded to park at Lover's Lane, which was about 300 feet past the last row of houses in that area. Was so they, it
1: actually a lover? Did they call Lover's yeah, Lane? Yeah, it was a spot that all the
0: kids kind of uh, went to afterwards. And hey there, dame, you want to go and do some necking? I just got my Ford. <laughs> I happened to see your ankles earlier and I'm a little randy. <laughs> I really like that I can see your right ear. <laughs> so 10 minutes later, as they were sitting in the secluded and dark area, probably talking about how the moon was made of cheese. A flashlight suddenly shined through Jimmy, uh, Jimmy's the driver, his driver's side window. Okay. As he looked up, all he could see was a figure resembling a man with a white oh. cloth mask and eye holes cut out standing outside his door. It was it like the KKK? Uh, kind of. They said the mask uh, was said to look more like a pillowcase with eye holes oh, and, so and like, a mouth uh, hole in so it. So
1: like the original Jason before he got yes, his Yes, yes.
0: Which is frightening if you think about that. If you just yeah. looked up and saw that with a flashlight.
1: I wonder if that's, wonder if that's where they
0: got that from. Maybe. Except back then it's cheat, cheat, cheat. <laughs> ha, ha,
1: ha. See, <laughs> see,
0: Kill, 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 kill. <laughs> Jimmy, thinking that this was just a joke, told the guy to fuck off and that he had the wrong car. To which okay. the man said, quote, I don't want to kill you, fella. Oh. <laughs> fella. Isn't that great? <laughs> there it is, too. So do what I say. And he literally, that's right, what he did. Do what did. I say. Yeah. I don't want to kill you, Got fella. Yeah, 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 little shit. So the masked man then ordered Jimmy and his girlfriend, Mary Jean, out of the car through the driver's door uh, when the man yelled, quote, Take off your goddamn britches. He told this to Jimmy. Oh boy. Oh, he told. This is to the, yeah, to the guy.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: The order was directed at Jimmy, and as, as soon as he was doing what the terrified man said to do, the attacker pulled out a pistol and cracked Jimmy in the head twice. So he got he got bludgeoned while taking his pants Correct. off. Correct. He, okay. got, he got cracked. Right. Later on, Mary Jean would say that the sound of him hitting Jimmy was so loud, she thought they were gunshots. Instead, oh. those sounds were actually Jimmy's skull fracturing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it hurt. That so, hurt. is that, is he victim number one? No, surprisingly. No. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll talk about that. He okay. is not. Yeah. All right. Actually, job, Jimmy. Yeah. Strong guy. Strong. Very yeah. young Strong 1940. Yeah. Like Captain America. And he's like, son of a bitch, that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Rightfully so, Mary Jean assumed the dude with the gun was trying to rob them. Okay. She grabbed Jimmy's wallet and showed the man that he was broke as a joke. When the man smacked her in the head with a blunt object, presumably the gun handle or flashlight. But later on, she said it uh, when she said that he hit her, that it was like a pipe. But
1: where'd that come from? Exactly.
0: He had a flashlight, which if you think about it back then, those could are have been a flashlight. It yeah, could saying. have been
1: the end of the flashlight.
0: That's what he had. Or maybe the gun handle. Who knows? Yeah. The attacker told her to go, get on her feet. And as he, she uh, as she stood up, he told her to run. You oh. know,
1: run, rabbit, run. Okay. So is he
0: letting her go then? Or is this like... Okay, remember how you mentioned Jason? Yeah. Okay. Well, she took off running down, uh, you know, toward a ditch, but the man yelled at her and told her to run up the road. Hey, you're going the wrong way. (laughs) Not toward the ditch, woman. Where are you going? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. So Mary Jean hightailed it up the road and spotted a car, but there was no one inside. All right. Then as she turned around and like she was magically whisked away to an 80s slasher flick, the attacker was standing right there in front of her, asking her why she was running. Wait, what? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense, right? I told you (laughs) this thing's a mess. For some reason, I don't know. know. Hit her pretty hard. Yeah, that part just freaks me out. The whole thing, you know. Maybe he's obviously toying with her, or maybe you know, because I was traumatized by Friday the Thirteenth as a child. But either way, that's it's like it's that whole he stands there and you turn around and he's there thing. Yeah. Like I just watched the new um, Halloween Kills. How is it? Horrible. No. Horrible. Horrible. Oh my God! Really? It's
1: not as bad as
0: the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
1: I've heard um, nothing good about that one.
0: It is shit. Okay, it is absolute shit. And if you're listening to this right now, I'm sorry, but your taste sucks. If you like it, okay. I'm just saying it's right. it's a horrible movie. Okay. And if you disagree with me, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I would like to know if no, you can please, if you can be
1: bombard him with this.
0: Yeah, I, if you could give me actual reasoning to why you like it without being like
1: yeah, I know nothing about it. I
0: it was well know. written because it wasn't.
1: <laughs> Cinematography was great.
0: Nope. Wow. Storyline was Nope. None of it, dude. There was nothing this to that. Like movie. A, was it
1: like a remake of the original or is it like a No, like it's a re- its own like thing. It's
0: it's kind of like a continuance. Okay. So and spoiler here, I don't know if you're gonna see it if you care to watch I it don't or not. Care. So spoiler, and then just talking about the storyline to it. It was
1: the butler, wasn't it? You did see it. I did. Oh. So,
0: so this guy, this young guy, decides to buy this little town in the middle of nowhere and wants to like start selling off um, for for retail to places like high end bougie shit. Uh-huh. But yet, there's nothing else around the area. So, why people would go to this little fucking town to begin with to to go buy
1: stuff? So that doesn't make sense right off the rip.
0: Correct. Doesn't make any sense. And then they go in because they bought the he basically bought the entire town. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's basically like if you look at uh, Wellington. The downtown Wellington, that's what it supposedly looked like. Okay. And then they go and they go into this house and this old lady's there. Well, it's the old lady from the Texas Chainsaw, like the original ones. Oh. Like the mom. Yeah, yeah. And she can't breathe and they're like, you got to get out of here. And all of a sudden, you know, the freaking dude that plays uh, Leatherface comes walking downstairs and they get her out of there and she dies in the ambulance because she's having like some fucking whatever. And of course that just kicks him off and he just kills everybody.
1: Should have just done that in the first place. But, but but first of all, why
0: were you in the fucking house in this little fucking town? Because because if you remember, they didn't live in a town. No, they didn't. So I don't know if they were missed, you know. The house was like in the middle of a field. Right. Or maybe they were displaced and moved to this little fucking place. And somebody, I don't know. None of it made sense. Anyway, if you guys watch that movie, now maybe you should watch it just so you can see how bad it is. And then you can hate your life as much as I do. Sorry. You, why do you hate these people's lives? <sighs> no, not their life. <laughs> Mine after didn't watching do anything it. To you. God, it was so horrible. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. So <Anyways>. Mary, <laughs> sorry. So anyway, she of course you know turned around and uh, responded to the man by telling him that he had told her to run. Obviously, he said run, and then this set him off, and he yelled at her and just said liar. <laughs> oh
1: my god. Dude. He then knocked her to the ground. That and is bru- like grade A level fucking mind fuck. Yeah, it's it doesn't make any psychological. sense. Psychological. Well, now okay, and I'll. I'll
0: We'll get to what I think about her in a second here. So he yelled liar, and then uh, he knocked her to the ground and proceeded to sexually assault her with the barrel of the pistol. Ew. (laughs) Ew. Yeah. After the assault, Mary Jean gathered herself up and ran to a house nearby where she banged on the door, waking the residents who then helped her call the police. So he just left her there? Yes. He didn't even try to kill her? No. Interesting. Yeah. Keep that in
1: your just keep uh, mess. I'm, I'm got, got mess. A idea, yes, saw, you like taking a little, notes? Is a that what you're doing? Spot right here. In the oh, nice. Back of my head. Nice. That's Before a bump. All just. Oh, it might be cancer. Oh,
0: so during this time or shortly after, Jimmy had regained consciousness and flagged on a passing car, who ran and called the police as wow. well. So yeah, Jimmy actually got up. It's not like he this fucking guy.
1: Yeah, skull and everything.
0: Yeah. Wow. So Bowie County chief, uh, chief <laughs> sheriff. Presley, and uh, three, and in fact, his, I believe his name's Bill Presley, Bill, Br- yep. and three other officers arrived on the scene short of 30 minutes, but the attacker was nowhere to be found. He just hightailed it out of there. Mary Jean spent the night in the hospital for her head wound, and Jimmy was there for several days. And, and in fact, uh, from what I read, it might have been closer to two weeks. I was going to say, several days, that's it? Yeah, uh, with the multiple skull fractures. Yeah, yeah. So now... When asked to give detailed descriptions of their attacker, Jimmy and Mary Jean had slightly different details. Okay. Okay. Well, they sure. both agreed that he was around six foot tall. All right. But Mary Jean claimed that she could see under the man's mask and that he was a light-skinned black man. There it is. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. All right. Yeah. There's There's. There's the first one. Jimmy, however, said the guy oh. was a tanned white man. Oh, okay. Okay. Which, if you think about that, like if all you a can see, a white man versus a light skinned, light skinned black, black man, yeah. there's not a whole okay. lot of variation there, unless you can see actual like facial features. Yeah. But even then, how? I mean, you know what I mean? I don't know. That's I, I feel like someone's yeah, splitting tough, hairs there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they said he was a tan white man around 30 years old, but couldn't really see more than that due to the flashlight being blared in his face. So of course yeah. the guy's got it. And it's plus, like just when you got, get
1: pulled over and you get yeah. the fucking flashlight, and will they do that to
0: disorient you? Disorient yeah. you anyway. And but I mean, you got. This, best you got best this? Just to, your best bet's just to pull off. <laughs> this know. is I'm showing him what it would look like right now. You can just see my lips and my eyes. You can't really tell from it's that. A good look for you, by the thank way. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Looked like a <laughs> butthole right there. So the police continuously questioned Mary Jean's account of the attack, at, and they believed that the couple knew their attacker oh. and were just covering for him. Really?
1: Yeah. How the fuck would you cover for someone that just fucking fractured your skull? Well, could it have been a, in a in jilted
0: thing? ex of Mary Jean's? Is that why Jimmy was pistol whipped and she only had a minor injury? Is this why wouldn't she say something? Well, is this why she said it was a black man instead of giving up the perpetrator's real identity? Did she try to throw them off that way? You know what I mean? Could not they have just looked
1: at her exes and found a really tan one and be like, "Hey, you You, look you,
0: you work in the field, right?" Oh, ooh, I didn't mean it like that. Oh, that sounded bad. Oh no, I meant like farmers is what I meant. Farmers back then. Ooh, <laughs> I, I instantly regret coming back on the show. I immediately regret pressing Blair record on this thing. It's not what I meant. I meant like a farmer because my grandfather was a farmer and he was his skin was always Lather. leathery and just yeah. dark. God, but his hands could crush a freaking bowling ball. I swear to God. Strong
1: and, and sand your wood down there. correct? Yeah,
0: with just his elbows.
1: <laughs> so, the morning of Sunday,
0: March 24th, 1946. Okay, this is on to the next one here. Yeah, a passing motorist saw a parked car on Lover's Lane just south of the highway and decided to check if they needed same Lover's Lane, uh, yes, okay, to check if uh, you know, they needed help or just to be nosy or whatever. Notice Sunday, March 24th, so it's the weekend still, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. What they first believed to be two people asleep in their vehicle mm-hmm. turned out to be the lifeless bodies of 29-year-old Richard Griffin and his girlfriend, 17-year-old Polly Ann Moore. Yeah, I know. I know. I I, I wanted to get into it, but I'm not going <laughs> to, you know, like, whatever.
1: Okay. Well, at any rate, uh, they're never just sleeping, by the way. Correct. Correct. <laughs> just like it's never a mannequin. Right. <laughs>
0: Richard was found shot twice on his oh. knees between the front seats. Hands crossed, his head laying on his hands, and his pockets turned inside out. He was
1: on out. his knees in the car.
0: Yes. Okay. Right. He, you're, you're, see, you're you're picking it up. That's good. Polly Ann was lying face down in the back seat, with evidence suggesting they had both been murdered outside of the car and then placed there. Oh. Okay. A blood-soaked patch of soil and congealed blood on ah. one of the running boards, as it appeared to have flowed out from the bottom of the car door, were found.
1: That's a '40s thing, running boards. Yeah. <laughs> on cars. On cars. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: That's amazing. <laughs> They were both fully clothed and both had been shot in the back of the head and a 32 caliber shell was found and investigators believed it may have been fired from a pistol wrapped in a blanket. Like a silencer type deal? Yeah, I believe that's, I think that's what they're going for unless you're trying to like not have fingerprints, but back in the 40s did they even think of, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, none of that makes sense to me. There were no pathologist examinations of the body, which seems odd, but 1946 Texarkana, I guess, you know, there was no pathology reports or whatever. This didn't stop the rumors from flying around, saying that Polly Ann had been sexually assaulted. Hmm. These rumors, however, were put to rest with later reports. She was not sexually oh, assaulted. Well, that's good, I guess. Okay, so now... <clears throat> uh, I, I'll keep going. 17-year-old Paul Martin picked up his... This is the, the third one. Okay. Picked up his 15-year-old girlfriend, Betty Jo Booker, from the local VFW. These names. Yeah. <laughs> Betty Jo Booker. She was a looker. <laughs> So the VFW, if you're not uh, familiar, is the Veterans of Foreign War, and uh, it's an establishment, basically like a bar or whatever, that's set up for
1: former military personnel who had fought in wars and Used to have really cool DIY metal and hardcore shows at (laughs) VFWs.
0: What's cool about it is that they're not under the, since it's a private club, Mm -hmm. it's not actually under the same uh, guidelines as like my bar is. I know.
1: Yeah, it's pretty awesome.
0: You can still smoke in some of them.
1: Should we make yours private? I would love to. You got a private bar? I would love to. I'd be that guy, like...
0: He can't come in. <laughs> Why is that? I don't like the way he looks. I don't like the cut of his jib. Yeah, I don't, I don't like the cut of his jib. <laughs> so she, uh, he picked her up after a musical performance on Sunday, April he 14th. Was, this is
1: seventeen. Is another 17-year-old. 17-year-old, okay. yeah.
0: Right around 1.30 in the morning is when he picked her up after oh. this performance. She was actually a saxophone player in the oh, uh, performance they had going very on Very nice. Yeah. So later at approximately 6.30 that morning, Paul's lifeless body was found on the side of a nearby road lying on its left side. Oh, jeez. Yeah. His body had been riddled with bullet holes through his nose, through his ribs from the back, through his right hand, and one through the back of his neck. That's a lot. So
1: the right hand was probably one of these like, no, don't shoot me. Right. Like, exactly. Put his hand up and. And then like, so that, oh my God. that's the same one that went through his nose. Like he was like, oh shit. Yeah, maybe. Ugh. So yeah, that was what, four shots?
0: Uh, Let's see nose back right hand back of his neck yes so probably three shots because you figure the back of the hand well depending on what type of uh bullet well i guess yeah i, I guess just depends on how close they are all you know right, what i mean right. i don't know there could be a bunch of variables there but yeah, yeah that right. would make sense he got shot the fuck up he got shot hard yeah that bad bad overkill so investigators found blood on the opposite side of the road, leading that, leading them to believe that he was allegedly alive when he crossed the road after being like shot four crawl, times.
1: Crawl over there or something?
0: Yeah, he was shot four times, by the way.
1: Four, okay. So yeah. then, so that, yeah, okay.
0: Must have just been a bad shot. But still, that's pow, 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 pow. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, Jesus. Yeah. Paul's girlfriend, Betty Jo, was found at approximately 1130 a.m. by a search party. Her body was lying almost two miles away from Paul's, Ooh. hidden behind a tree. She was fully clothed, laying on her back with her right hand inside the pocket of the buttoned-up overcoat overcoat she was wearing. Her hand was in her pocket. In her pocket. Okay. Yeah, she had been shot twice. Once in the face, and the other shot went through her chest.
1: Seems so personal, dude. Shoots yeah. someone in the face.
0: Absolutely, that's rough. According to investigators, the weapon used was a 32 caliber Colt pistol, the same oh. pistol type used in the first set of murders. Okay. And again, we don't know what that, when the first now, attack, did they,
1: did they match the bullet? Did, so the ones that shot the the dude is the same one that shot her. They Is that what they're saying? Yes. So,
0: okay. yeah, they're, they're, they're at least at, at this point, that's what they believe. Okay. And again, we don't know what type of saying, gun they had. They think had. it
1: was the same one as the first, same kind as the first one. Correct. All right
0: and uh, but the since there were no bullets fired in the first attack they have no idea they what have kind no, of gun no way that to was. it was right. right and keep that in mind too C- it's keep heavy that first to crack attack somebody's fucking yeah. go keep that that first attack in mind though because as we go through this and we'll talk more obviously as we go through this but it just you'll see so paul's car wasn't found near his body but instead was found 3 miles away from where his body was found
1: the so car- he was he was here mm-hmm. the the girl was 2 miles away uh-huh. and the car was 3 miles away like Near, like, on the same direction as the girl. Do they say? Yeah, it didn't give me. Like Did he take? Did he steal the car and drive the girl somewhere else and then dump the car?
0: Yeah, it did. It doesn't say. You know what I'm thinking? Maybe he dumped her as he was going to dump the car. Yeah. Okay. Does that
1: make sense? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Or maybe this. she was alive and then he took her somewhere else and killed her. <coughs> ooh, ooh, that's you know even I mean? worse. Like, oh, yeah, threw her in the back seat and. Yeah, maybe. Pipe uh, down, you dizzy brother. Yeah. Ugh, it sucks.
0: So again, three miles away, the car was actually sitting parked with the keys in the ignition at Spring oh. Lake Park. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The investigators could not determine if Paul or Betty Joe had been shot first. Okay. So I'm assuming then that there probably wasn't blood in the car then. Yeah. I don't know. You That's know.
1: why I'm saying I wonder if he shot the dude, threw her in the car, drove away yeah. and he killed her somewhere else. Yeah. I don't know.
0: According to uh, the car, possibly, according to uh, the sheriff and Captain Manuel Gonzalez of the Texas Rangers, oh. their investigations determined that both of the victims put up a hell of a fight, What was which, his, is, which what, is, what good. was his
1: batting average there? Well, Gonzalez. Yeah.
0: Manuel Gonzalez. Yeah. What was his batting average with the Rangers? Uh, three. No, 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 not those Rangers. The no? actual Texas Rangers, like the, the police down there. Oh, if you're unfamiliar okay. with, uh, by the way, with Texas and or, um, so he was United hanging out States.
1: with, uh, with, uh, Chuck Norris.
0: Yeah. Walker. Yeah. 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 Okay. So Texas actually has its own, like, um, law enforcement yeah. down there and it basically spans the entire Texas state.
1: Don't, Texas don't fuck around. Dude. And because Texas is fucking huge. It is. It's huge. It's ginormous. It's literally like four Ohio's. It's annoying as fuck to drive. Through. It's so, it sucks. I remember where we I was, uh, I, think I it was love it down tour, there. But, I think it was that tour we did. I remember like we hit Texas and I fell asleep and I woke up God knows when later. I'm like, where are we at? And they're like, uh, we're in Texas. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, wait a minute. It was like seven. It was like seven or eight hours later. I'm like, what? Right. And we weren't even like close to being through Texas. Like we still had like three more hours to go.
0: So yeah. It's, it's fucking dumb. Same thing happened to me. It's like you fall asleep. You're like, hey, where are we? Still in Texas. Son of a bitch. So bad, dude. Yeah, it's it's just such a big it's, state.
1: It's, it's such a buzzkill, though. Yeah, because normally you fall asleep and you get through like four states by the time you wake up.
0: Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. So on Friday, May third in the same year, around nine at night, thirty-seven-year-old Virgil Starks and his wife Katie were in their home, set on a five-hundred-acre farm. Was she seventeen? <laughs> no, she was. Uh, I don't have her age in here. She <laughs> might have been. I don't know. It's possible. Now, I'm pretty sure there's a few movies based on similar events, such as this. Someone's sitting at home on their 500-acre farm, and somebody comes in. and 500 acres? 500 acres. That's a lot. That's a hell of a farm. That dude. is a big farm. Absolutely. So their home was just off the local highway, 67 East, which was about 10 miles northeast of Texarkana. Now, keep in mind what I just said. They were at home. Yeah. They were in their 30s. In their 30s. We think.
1: <laughs> we hope.
0: <laughs> Maybe. In their farm or whatever. And Okay. Yeah,
1: just hanging out at home. Right.
0: All right. All right. And it was however what day was this? It was on a Friday. Friday. Ah. All right. Virgil was just sitting quietly in his armchair in the living room. He was reading some quality information from his local newspaper when suddenly he was shot twice in the back of the head from a closed double window behind him.
1: Real okay. So they shot through the window. Yeah. They didn't even open it.
0: Right. Again keep that keep all these little th- things in mind here that just
1: yeah. Yeah. okay
0: with all the ruckus and the sound of broken glass katie hurriedly ran into the living room to see her husband stand up and then slowly slump back into the armchair he was sitting in now listen before i go into this just all remember how we always talk about how women the, the powerful women yeah. out there and just the badass women out there yeah man you're about to be introduced yeah? to another one nice. oh yeah nice katie she went to check on her husband only to realize he was dead in a panic, she quickly went to the old-school-style wall-crank phone to call the police. Oh, you so know. it took her four hours to call her. Click, 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 Extension 213, sir. <laughs> There's been a murder. With two rings of the phone, she was also shot twice from the same damn window. Damn. This time in the face. In the face? She fell to the floor, but to the shooter's dismay, she quickly regained, regained her footing and rushed to grab a pistol from another room. Oh. Let's just say, again, badass, right? With the wounds she suffered, she was blinded by her own blood and was not able to grab the pistol she was looking for. Hearing the sound of the killer quickly approaching from the back of the house, she burst out the the front door with only her nightgown on and ran barefoot across the street to her brother and sister-in-law's house. Damn! After trying to get someone to uh, come to the door and being unsuccessful, she took off down the street to her neighbor's house, A.V. Prater, where she was only able to get a loud gasp out saying, Virgil's dead, and then she fell over and passed out. Prater proceeded to fire his rifle into the air to alert uh, another neighbor, Elmer Taylor. <laughs> I know Elmer Taylor. I know. Not, it's
1: just Not not only that, it's just like, hey, so, so someone go get Elmer. All right.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, cuz the phone takes 5 hours to make a phone call, you know what I mean?
1: Elmer Elmer's like, "Oh, what? Oh. You <laughs> hear that? Sounds like someone's been shot. <laughs> I think I think they need help." <laughs> that's that's the help gun yeah <laughs> that's a different caliber
0: i know what that is so prater had taylor grab his car so they could take uh they could all you know put katie in the uh, yeah. vehicle and take her to the hospital so while at the hospital katie was questioned by sheriff davis the sheriff questioned her again about four days later to verify his original or her original statement um the um yeah sorry the sheriff was then able to confirm that a rumor regarding virgil was false the rumor oh. was that he believed he heard a car outside their home for several nights in a row, and he feared being killed prior to his murder. I
1: want to know who these people are so making that's, all these fucking that's bullshit. The, that's the rumor that rumor. was going around, but that's right. not true. Correct. Okay.
0: Some good news, though, here. Oh. In fact, amazing news. Katie Starks did somehow survive her wounds. Fuck yeah. Those shots, as crazy as it sounds, does, did not kill her or severely injure her. One bullet went through her right cheek beside the nose, emerging behind the left ear. Think about that. Yes, projectory. That didn't hit
1: nothing? Right. Holy shit. I guess, you know, if it goes in the right way, there isn't much there, though.
0: Right. And the other bullet went in her lower jaw below the lip. Ooh, that probably hurt. So it, it probably, and it says breaking your jaw and splainting her teeth. I'll say that, would shatter, that okay. would
1: shatter some shit.
0: Where the bullet was lodged
1: right under her tongue. So it was stuck. Ah. In, I mean, that didn't go, that didn't penetrate, but I guess, going through your jaw. That'll slow it down pretty quick. Probably, right. Huh? Well, Katie lived to the ripe old age of 84. No shit. Yep. She remarried and is
0: currently buried between both of her husbands in Hillcrest Cemetery out there. That's so, awesome, and the, that's kind of cool. Like, I mean, it sucks that she was shot, but what a badass, strong woman to be able to like. Imagine, not only you got shot like,
1: twice. Imagine, imagine telling your grandkids that story? <laughs> hey, whatever happened to Grandpa? Well, <laughs> let me tell
0: you what happened to me. <laughs>
1: Just like, what's that? Uh, what's what's wrong with your? What's that mark from on your on your lip there? <laughs> well. What more? <laughs> Let me tell you something. Right, right. She's a tough old lady, so that's pretty. That awesome. is one. That is one lady that you could not complain about. No, absolutely. Like if you were around, you're like, oh man, my back hurts. Oh, does it? <laughs> you ever you been ever shot, shot in the face <laughs> <laughs> twice? <laughs> you better go clean that horse shit up. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> grandkids complaining about something. Exactly. Like, oh, okay. Let's you know, go
0: there, shall we? Yeah. Poor old lady. But she was, yeah, apparently she she was a badass woman. So That's awesome, man. So let's talk a little bit about the investigations here. Bum, 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 bum. As mentioned before, the police never believed Mary Jean Larry's that was the story. So that was
1: the last attack? That was
0: the last attack, yeah. Okay. As far as we know. And again, oh. you're gonna see the a mess, a mess. Oh. So they didn't really believe Mary Jean. Remember the girl that was attacked? The yeah, first that was attack. like the weird
1: circumstances right. there, yeah.
0: And that she and her boyfriend, you know, the, the gentleman who was attacked and cracked in the head, yeah. Uh, that they knew their perpetrator. Okay, and I'm not. So
1: even, they were sticking by that story. Sticking by the story.
0: Stick by my story. <laughs> stick by my story. <laughs> And I'm not enter- entirely sure why they would cover up the attack again. Yeah, where the that, doesn't visitor- that doesn't make yeah. sense to me. But Mary Jean came back to the area after the first set of murders. So she heard about the murders and then came back. Supposedly, she wanted to help in the investigation and link the murderer to her and her boyfriend's attacker. So why would you do that if you were trying to cover up for somebody? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. However, the Texas Rangers insisted that she knew who it was. Who was your she- coach that year? <laughs> not Not those Rangers. Did he help out the manager? Not those Rangers. No, no, huh. by the way, uh, real off topic real quick. What are you thinking about Watson? I don't want to get into that. Yeah, me neither. <laughs>
1: <laughs> slippery slope. Yeah, I'm
0: not a fan. I'm sorry. I'm, from I'm,
1: a purely football level. It's amazing.
0: Yeah. But from um, every
1: other level, worst, worst very decision. Cr- very cringy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And for those of you, if you're sports fans or whatever, you probably know what we're talking about. And I'm just going to say, I'm hey, not, sports I'm, fans. I'm not behind it. So <laughs> I'm just going to keep going here anyway. Um, they insisted that, you know, she knew who it was and was she, you know, there to throw them off the trail? Yeah. Did she maybe just want to see what they
1: knew? So then she could kind of oh. twist her story, you know, was she involved? Right. I mean, like, like the reason I asked that is like, cause that seems, I wonder, yeah. Like, I mean, you gotta think about that. Was she, cause they, her story about what happened is, is really the only thing they have to go on. Right. Correct. So, so how do they, I mean, obviously there, there was evidence that she got cracked in the dome, right? Correct. So, but like, you know, but I mean, she was out that day. How hard did she get hit? Sometimes you got to take one for the team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and if she's involved in some way, for some reason, right? Like, look, I'm going to give you a little bonk on the noggin. And then the rest of it's up to you. That's kind of what I'm saying here. And, and you know, she's making this
0: fabrication that it's a, you know, a black guy.
1: And then she's trying to get back involved so she can relay the info.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. I mean, because think about it. How many times do they see that, you know, killers hang around, you know, like uh, how many serial killers were friends with cops and got all their information through the cops to see what they knew? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: the news, you're constantly paying attention to the news. And yeah, and you get close to people and you you're find out stuff. Always at the stuff. scene, always yeah.
1: at the scenes of the crime, they hang around. And, and then you know?
0: there's two other things here, too, kind of polar opposites. It's, yeah. it's as far as one, um, the boyfriend wasn't killed in this one in the very first attack. Yeah, but it sounds like they were trying. Well, I mean, he cracked him, but he had the gun. Why didn't he just shoot him? If he shot the other ones, Maybe they didn't have it both. But then maybe. But then a little, a little prepared? on the other side of that, I'm thinking, well, maybe he then knew not to leave any more witnesses.
1: That's what I'm saying. Maybe he thought if he cracked them a couple times that was kill him. Yeah, I don't know. It's maybe just it it's didn't. weird. It's really, really weird. I mean, so if you crack somebody with a gun and you feel because you're gonna feel their skull crack. Oh, yeah. Like you gotta you gotta assume at that point, like, <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> Yeah, it twice he's it's, probably not getting up. We hope, uh, or no, he hopes. We don't hope.
0: And that's yeah, yeah. That's not what I meant at all. Man, you are just. I know I'm gonna fucking oof. roll today, huh? I'm in a oof. bad mood. I didn't. I haven't drank in like days. I'm just kidding. I've actually stopped uh, uh, drinking as much as I normally do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know why because <laughs> I'm on antibiotics because I was sick as shit this past oh, week oh that's the reason yeah. okay not because I want to it's because <laughs> right. I have
1: to oh that that's funny though
0: so their attack wasn't even connected to the murders until the Texarkana Gazette published their interview with Mary Jean this was only when the police asked the public to come forward if they had any knowledge of the murders or any unexplained absences when Wait, the murders which, occurred. Which
1: att- so the very first attack wasn't connected with the other ones until, At all. until she, she came, came forward.
0: Yes, Weird. Right. That's what I'm saying. And again, is she throwing that so attack into that? Fold? I was
1: going to say, that's the other thing, Meg. Maybe that's why maybe she was involved and they were like, no, we got to get this part of it because this is what, you know, this yeah. is what we want. Well, now they have a scapegoat. Yeah.
0: Now they've got this other guy who's possibly doing these other things. And it just seems very convenient at the time.
1: Yeah. Like we but mean, then again, maybe we we're, we're speculating. Get... Yeah. We, oh, it's all speculation. Yeah. It's all. If yeah. it wasn't speculation, they probably would have caught somebody.
0: True. Wait till you hear that. Jesus. So the first set it of murders. Was it was Jesus.
1: Oh. You didn't know that? Yeah, I knew we had it in them.
0: (laughs) The first set of murders launched a huge citywide investigation. The Texas police, Arkansas police, the Texas Rangers, headed by the Texas Department of Public Safety, both Miller and Cass County Sheriff's offices. And their first baseman. Not not those Rangers. No, not baseball. (laughs) Law enforcement. I know it's confusing. No, but... Just keep going. It's fine. No. And the FBI were all involved in questioning over 200 people. Two hundred people, and in a town of what—or not a town, but an area—thirty area thousand. Yeah, and that—that that was at twenty twenty. So think how many people were there in nineteen forties? One hundred and thirty, right? Exactly, <laughs> two hundred and one. You <Yeah. laughs> know, so unfortunately, they just couldn't find the Right, other guy? exactly. The, well, they no—it was the cop. It was the he cop, was, was was the cop asking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know it wasn't me.
1: <laughs> Got to ask everybody do, else,
0: or do? You? Well, yeah, that's true. Unfortunately, almost all were false leads, of course. There were 3 different people with bloody clothing found, but all 3 were cleared. The second probably, double murder
1: farm incidents of some sort. Correct, yeah, I would Bloody assume. nose or something.
0: The second double murder case had the police working in 24-hour shifts, questioning everyone and bringing Ow. in potential suspects from up to 100 miles away.
1: <laughs> who are they? Who are they questioning in 24? You imagine just like being asleep, <laughs> banging on the door. <laughs> what do you know? Like what the <laughs> fuck? Who are you? What are you talking about?
0: Oh, like, oh dude, wait. The citizens this is something out of a fucking movie, and I'm not even and like not even like a movie, but like a I think weird, we made a movie out of it. They they had to have because this is just ridiculous. At one point, law enforcement attempted to set up a sting operation by asking teenagers to act as decoys in park cars with the police patiently waiting nearby. Yep, they did that. Mm-hmm. Seems safe. Yep, some police would even act as decoys with their partners or even mannequins sitting in their cars next to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never a mannequin. Never a mannequin. There were even a few officers that would hide in trees in Spring Lake Park in the hopes of seeing and potentially catching some nut job doing some shit. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> I'm just going to get up in that oak tree.
1: Can you, can you hold up, like, Imagine like you're just like out for a late night stroll, right? And like <clears throat> there's a cop in a fucking tree and you're out for like a late night stroll and you just happen to be passing by a car like they set up one of these sting operations, right? And there's like two mannequins in the car and there's a fucking cop in a tree. And you're just like walking along, like heading home from the movies or something. It's <laughs> like all of a sudden a cop just fucking jumps out of a tree and lands on you. You're like, what the fuck is going on? dude?
0: Even better. If he didn't jump, he fell. Just, ah, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, kid. I was uh, looking are for him. Ma- are you a matter of? <laughs> he lands
1: in front of you. You're just like, what? what yeah. The, what the fuck? I didn't know we had cop trees
0: here. It's amazing. <laughs> so after the third set of attacks and the murder of Mr. Starks and the attempted murder of the badass Mrs. Starks, blockades were set up. Anyone driving around in the area were stopped and questioned, including several men who were hanging around. What good does that do? Yeah, well, you know, they're just trying to up what they can do, I guess. Two days after the Starks attacks, the investigation had 47 officers involved trying to solve the case. They even brought in a mobile radio station and a teletype machine. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Woo-hoo. Just in case we need to send that fax that gets there in 17 days,
1: <laughs> we brought in we brought, <laughs> we brought in all the latest high tech equipment <laughs> in this one, guys. Check this out. It's called a phonograph. <laughs> Listen, it plays
0: records. <laughs> Marconi would be proud. Oh, it's hurting my side. <laughs> Along with 20 additional police from Arkansas <laughs> to help in the efforts unofficially uh, law enforcement believed they had a sex maniac on their hands is that what they call it? quote sex maniac sex. he's a sex maniac see <laughs> guarantee it <laughs> sex that's what maniac. he that's what they dubbed him a sex maniac oh shit that's funny and that's because the attacker left large amounts of money and Mrs. Stark's purse <laughs> in the home remember they robbed the home or not yeah. but shot the home up yeah, yeah. and rob- so robbery was obviously not the motive. So at first the police offered a five hundred dollar reward
1: for See, any in the information. Yeah. That's a that's a
0: hefty. But then it only uh, brought in oh. over a hundred crappy leads that went well, yeah, nowhere. Because everyone wants fucking five hundred dollars. Right. So it was then bumped up to seventeen hundred dollars.
1: in the forties?
0: In is the forties. Oh wait, wait, before you even do that. Okay. Then seven thousand twenty-five dollars after the Starks attack. $7,000? 25 $25. Okay. Some guys like I'll throw it in 25. All right. And within 10 days following it was up to $10,000. In 1940. In 1946.
1: All right. I'm going to check out how much. Ooh. 1946
0: $10,000. $10,000 in 1946. I'm going to say today it's probably
1: 135,000. 10,000 do, <laughs> How much did you say? I said 135,000. And you were fucking close. What is it? Hundred and forty five thousand four hundred ninety-five dollars. Damn, I'm good. The increase was hundred and thirty-five thousand dollars. Hey, see? So the police debated on whether almost, or not the almost a hundred dollars. That's a lot of grand, money. dude. That's a lot of coins, see? Damn, I'll be I'll be calling in some tips too. I could buy myself a new tractor. I'll be selling out my neighbor for that shit. Perhaps some new hey, shoes for the horse. Hey. My neighbor's a weirdo. I think it might be him. He leaves at weird hours and comes home at weird hours. <laughs> no, it's it's Hey, uh, I think my neighbor might be the guy you're looking for. Bob, sh- shut up. Yeah, we'll,
0: we'll split it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, his name's Bob. <laughs> Bob, shut up. It's, it's the other Bob. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, wrong wrong number. Click. <laughs> so the police debated on whether or not the Starks attack was even related to the other crimes. Oh, really? Due to the type of weapon that it was. Oh. The sh- the sheriff believed it was a 22 caliber rifle.
1: Which would kind of explain the damage on Mrs. Starks. Yeah, dude, a twenty-two caliber rifle ain't going to get through a window from a distance and still kill somebody. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it depends. But I don't know. Unless he was right up against the window and the guy was sitting a few feet away, maybe. Yes, that's that's the thing. We don't know.
0: The, The back of his chair may have been right in front of the window.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like I don't literally, have... Like, like, he could be sitting... Right, like, exactly. Head, yeah, I don't know, man. That just seems... But it would explain... seems excessive.
0: It would explain why Mrs. Starks, how she survived her, you know, a twenty-two yeah, caliber is not going to do as much damage because everything else was a thirty-two caliber pistol. Yeah, that'll fuck your face up. Yeah, that'll do some a lot of damage. So, eventually, law enforcement but stated... But again, you don't know how far away the shot was either. Exactly. Again. So, the law enforcement then stated that Starks' attack was not related to the other double murders. So why am I still talking about
1: it, you ask? Well, I'll tell you. I, I actually didn't, but... Um... Oh, well, others did. Shut up.
0: Obviously, the public was scared shitless. And boy, yeah. do they get nutty. Without even knowing about the first set of attacks, you know, and the fact that two teenagers that were involved with the church had been murdered, this sent the town into a frenzy, calling the killer the Phantom.
1: Yeah, that's his name, the Phantom. Do they still think he's a sex maniac? The Phantom Sex Maniac? He's he's the sex maniac known as the Phantom. Oh wow.
0: Yeah. That's important. They said it too. All right. You hear de- 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 de, de- 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 Be on lookout de- 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 de for the Phantom, aka the Sex Maniac. <laughs> so where once there were unlocked homes, the townspeople began locking their doors, arming themselves, nailing sheets over their windows, nailing windows completely down, and using makeshift window guards. How? They set up curfews for businesses to attempt to keep uh, people from going out at night. But as the okay. news of Virgil Starks being murdered, especially in his own home, yeah. attached itself to the story, it was yeah. all over the news Not and safe anywhere, in yeah. the around surrounding areas. Right. So stores ran out of guns. Of course, they did. <laughs> out of ammo, yeah. out of locks, out of window shades and blinds. And the search for guard dogs increased.
1: Oh, of course, you know, it's a good day to be a lock sale. Yeah, yeah. and a dog salesman I got locksmith locksmiths in the store like hot
0: damn this is what we've been waiting for i'm gonna retire tonight baby so news outlets even stated that quote the killer might strike again at any moment at any place at any one this is the news telling this to people
1: just so you know <laughs> you could die someone's gonna die right With we don't know who or when or where but it, it could happen. happen yeah With its heightened sense of alert and everyone
0: toting guns, Texarkana, once easygoing and peaceful, became an area of danger.
1: Everyone's just walking around eyeing each other, too. Oh, it gets gets so much worse or better. Just walking down the street with your gun
0: out, just like... Eyeballing each other. I can see you over there. It was so bad that when the police would answer calls or check on disturbances, they had to turn on their sirens, stand in front of the headlights, and yell, Hey, it's the fuzz! (laughs) So they would not be shot at by some scared, nervous homeowner. (laughs) So in other words, if you just pulled up without having your lights on, they just fire at you. Yeah. Well, this was only exacerbated when Texas Ranger Gonzalez told everyone, quote, oil up your guns and see if they're loaded.
1: <laughs> Someone just pulls your driveway like, all right, shoot them. Yeah, fuck that's exactly what was going your, on. That's the quintessential shoot first ask
0: question. Yep. And he also told people to not hesitate if people were inclined to bust a cap in someone's suspicious ass. Did he say that in the 40s? I kind of paraphrased. Yeah, but he said not to hesitate. Oh. Yeah, so if you see somebody that you... It's suspicious, literally,
1: literally, he's telling them, shoot first, ask shoot first, questions yeah, later. Yeah,
0: absolutely. That's exactly what's going on. And this is the chief of police. It's like no, that's fucking, the Texas Ranger guy.
1: You're fucking... Oh, the third baseman? Oh, my God. Gun
0: sales and fear reached other cities as well, Might including Oklahoma shortstop. City. No, it wasn't the shortstop.
1: In Oklahoma he City... Was trigger happy. He was trigger-happy. He was
0: trigger-happy. Oklahoma City was five hours away luckily the okay. people's concern diminished after about 3 months with no other attacks happening in that time so that last set of attack uh, attacks at the starks which they quote unquote say wasn't related mm-hmm. was the last one as far as they knew okay of course the rumors of the murderer being caught being held in the county jail or sent off to uh, to another jail were flying around the texas ranger uh, and the texas rangers had to hold a press conference they had him in the bullpen <laughs> no <laughs> They had to hold a press conference to tell everyone to shut the fuck up because those rumors were making their investigation that much more difficult, of course. Stating the rumors were, quote, a hindrance to the investigation and harmful to innocent
1: persons. <laughs> like cops calling other cops like, hey, did they did they, they bring him in? No. Oh, Jimmy told me that you brought him in. He's going to another jail. now. What are <laughs> no, you talking about?
0: Well, that's funny. Some guy just said his neighbor Bob did it. I don't know. It's weird. Some dude keeps calling about the shortstop. Yeah. <laughs> Who's on fest? <laughs> so the same press conference informed the folks around town that the murderer had not been caught despite the rumors suggesting otherwise. Gonzalez also said, quote, rumors are on, uh, only take the officers from the main route to the investigation. It is so important that we capture this man that we cannot afford to overlook any lead, no matter how fantastic it may seem. So he's saying, yes, every time you create a lead, we have to investigate it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So you're if, just wasting time. Right. So if they're false leads, you're just, yeah, you're fucking, you're wasting our fucking time. So this was mainly because a lot of innocent people were accused of being the Phantom, like Bob, the next door neighbor. Then there were the vigilantes and this is ridiculous and I could see this happening today. Yeah. Teenagers sitting in parked cars hoping to catch the criminal. <laughs> One instance had a couple of police officers walk up on a parked car with a couple inside and as the officers announced who they were, a girl inside said, quote, it's a good thing you told me who you are. And she showed them the 25 caliber pistol she had pointed directly at them. Wow. Yeah. This is everybody. Everyone's trigger happy and like ready to freaking just kill somebody. Texas Ranger Gonzalez again said he gave a statement to the Gazette telling people that vigilantism was, quote, a good way to get killed. Yeah. Which it is. You're out there running around with a fucking gun. Or
1: kill somebody that you don't want to.
0: Right. <laughs> kill. So now the suspects and my God, if this wasn't already a cluster of just gobbledygook. So the Phantom, as he was dubbed by the Texarkana Daily News and was continuously called by other news outlets at the time, was described as being around six feet tall, wearing a white mask with eye and mouth holes cut out. However, that first attack where the police were weary of their conflicting statements was the only time a description was able to be given. Interesting. Because everyone else died. Yeah. Even Mrs. Starks, it came from outside. She got shot in the fucking face. Right. And she took off running. She didn't even see who did it. Also, literally. All she saw was blood. Right. So what they're saying is that the only um, description they have are from the first two people who don't even have a same, the same story,
1: you know, with the girl that keeps coming back. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Telling you it's weird. Also,
1: can I just say something really quickly? Sure. Uh, i was doing a little bit of research while i was over here oh boy the texas rangers were not a baseball team in 1946 Good. so before anybody <laughs> listening is like are oh, you idiots they weren't even a, I, I we know we know now that they were not around at that point they did they did look like they had a minor league hockey team at some point though around that time oh, that's pretty cool yeah called the texas rangers yes oh that's awesome fort worth fort, fort
0: worth okay yeah. however again They were, you know, conflicting statements and stuff. So this guy, they're saying, and what the police believe, that he attacked late at night, on the weekends, focused on young couples, took a three-week cooling-off period, and used a 32 caliber pistol. Even though they came out and officially said that Stark's attack, Mr. and Mrs. Stark, was not affiliated with the Phantom Murders due to the gun, you know, that was used. A lot of law, law enforcement and the citizens believed that it was. That's why it's still in here, because there's still okay. a tinge so of belief. officially, it's not part of it? Correct. Okay. Offici- unofficially, people still think, and including law enforcement. Yeah. So, Texas Ranger Gonzalez believed the murderer was, quote, a shrewd criminal who had left no stone unturned to conceal his identity and activities, and was a, quote, cunning individual who would go to all lengths to avoid apprehension, and I mean, that his attacks were clever and baffling. the
1: point of being a criminal. Right.
0: But he called him clever and baffling.
1: Ooh, baffling? Yes. I don't think I've ever heard... uh,
0: His attacks were clever and baffling. Oh. Yeah. Sheriff Presley stated, quote, this killer is the
1: luckiest person I ever known. (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The luckiest person he's ever known? Yeah. That's what he he said. Did he know the guy? I I don't know. Was that a slip? I don't
0: know. Uh, Possibly. But he also goes on to say no one sees him. He hears him in, in time or can identify him in any way. No one's done seen him. <laughs> we don't know who this guy is. He
1: wears a pillowcase on his head.
0: <laughs> now, th- now, this guy here, the psychologist at the Federal Correctional Institute in Texarkana, yeah. Dr. Anthony LaPala. Oh. Well, he believed that one person committed all five murders and that he was planning on killing right. people the way he murdered Virgil Starks. Okay. In their homes with no one to stop him. Right. He also believed he was motivated by a strong sex drive and sadism. Sex maniac. Sex maniac. See, his shift from the parked cars on the dark and desolate roads to the farmhouse of the Starks also leads the psychologist to believe that the killer was smart enough to know that he had to change his behavior. Yeah. He also stated that there was evidence of, quote, deep planning that he worked alone, told no one of his crimes and could shift his
1: crimes to a distant community or overcome the desire to assault and kill people. So I might be jumping ahead here. Yeah. <clears throat> is did did anybody ever bother to look at anything like that, like to see if there were crimes similar to that in the surrounding areas around the same time?
0: As far as I know, yes, but I think what they were trying to do is because <sighs> there's four different sets of attacks. Yeah. The first and last one really seem like outliers. Right. The second two Seems similar, seem similar yeah. but still different because of the whole car thing Right. and the dumping of the bodies, even though right. the one was like, you know, placed inside the thing. So those two, I can see those being related. Yeah. Um, but the last two, I feel like it's almost like they were trying so hard to get it to, to be a thing mm-hmm. that I'm sure they looked and were like, well, this guy killed four people, but it was individual people and they weren't couples. So that probably has nothing to do with this.
1: Right. Okay. And, and he okay. used
0: a 44 instead of, a, you know what I mean? Right. It just seems like there was, not I don't know, again, a mess. This whole thing's a freaking mess. However, here, remember the psychologist I
1: was talking about? I do remember
0: that. Well, this dickhead is the same person that said he didn't believe the murderer was a black man because, and I quote, in general, Negro criminals are not that clever.
1: Jesus Christ. What the fuck?
0: (laughs) Swear to get, remember when you said earlier, they thought it was the black man. I'm like, well, no, actually they don't because they think they're not clever enough.
1: That's fucked up. Oh, my God. 1946. Hell happened. I will say this, though. If it was a black man, he was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You keep thinking that, buddy. He's like, I did it. Dumbass white folk. Walk around just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I got you, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Almost
0: 400 suspects were arrested throughout the case. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's a lot.
1: They arrested Especially. more people
0: than they interviewed. Yeah. Of course, there were a shit ton of false confessions. There were at least nine oh. different people who confessed to being the phantom. But uh, wow. it didn't line up with the facts of the case. Okay. In the first attack where no one was murdered, no suspects were ever apprehended, which is mm. odd because that's where they had the, quote, identity, yeah. you know, of the guy. And uh, and that's also where they believe that the victims were covering for said attacker. Yeah. All right. So now the actual people that they mm-hmm. have here.
1: The actual, like, plausible suspects? suspects. I'm not even going to go say plausible these are just the people that they're like, well, it could have been this guy. I don't know. But yeah.
0: This this is who they and it, it gets more and more ridiculous as we go through these. Okay. So first of all, there's Yule
1: Swinney. <laughs> Yule. Yule Swinney. That's a name you don't hear anymore. No. Like Yule, Yule. Runner. Yeah. But this one's spelled Y-O-U-E-L-L. U L? U
0: L. Is it U L? U L Swinney. That's I have no idea. But he was a twenty five or twenty-nine-year-old car thief and counterfeiter. Oh. He was arrested in July by Officer Tackett, who was investigating car thefts after realizing that on the night of the Griffin Moore murders, that's the second set of murders? No, third. It's the third set. Okay. Uh, A car had been stolen in the area, and a previously stolen car had been found abandoned. Oh. Tackett was able to locate the former car car and arrested Swinney's wife, Peggy, when she came to retrieve it. Oh, he he got him. Okay. He's like, all right, I got you here. All right. Peggy confessed in great detail that Swinney was, in fact, the phantom killer and had killed Booker and Martin. Oh, my. Her story changed in some details across several interviews, and police believe she was uh, withholding information due to a fear of Swinney or of incriminating herself. Okay. Police were able to independently verify some of the details of Peggy's confession, such as the location of victims' possessions, where she said Yule had discarded them. Mm. It's kind of a red flag. There was considerable circumstantial evidence against Swinney, but Peggy's confession was the most critical part of the case. However, Peggy recanted her confession. Of course she did. Yep. Was considered an unreliable witness and could not be compelled to testify against her husband because in the U.S., you don't have to. At least, I think you it's. Is it state to state or is that a federal thing? I don't know. Yeah, where you don't have to testify against your wife or husband? Yeah. yeah. So law enforcement officers worked for six months trying to validate Peggy's confession and tie Swinney to the murders. They found on on the night of the Booker Martin murders, the Swinnies were sleeping in their
1: car under a bridge near San Antonio. Weird. I mean, who doesn't do that every once in a while? Yeah, I guess. You've never slept in your car under a bridge in San Antonio? No, I have not. Really? It's on the bucket list. Just me, huh? On the bucket list. It's just you. So,
0: Swinney was never charged with the murder and was instead tried and imprisoned as a habitual offender of car theft. They got him anyways. Right for the for the crime of habitually f- offending cars and theft and
1: (laughs) theftery
0: presley reported in his 2014 book that investigators in the swinney case later said that the sentence was effectively a plea bargain though the case files indicated no formal agreement interesting swinney was apparently concerned about being sentenced to death for the murder so agreed to not contest the habitual offender charge and in fact tried to plead guilty despite the charge requiring requiring uh, requiring a jury trial some things never change i know that's my mouth it hates me (laughs) so that's the first guy
1: okay seems 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 like a strong okay like the the
0: the the confession of the
1: wife yeah
0: okay maybe and Which, then having some of the the discarded the, the, items just,
1: yeah that that right there is a
0: that seems pretty but there's no definitive evidence there yeah, in any way shape or yeah, form. yeah. okay
1: and and they then, were sleeping under a bridge they were
0: sleeping under it. a bridge yes under the bridge downtown yes is where I do some blood. Sorry. Next one up here is Henry Booker Duty Tennyson. Come again? Uh, yes, Henry Booker. Yes, Duty Tennyson. Is that is that a uh, is that a job? Well, his name is uh, Henry Booker Tennyson,
1: but he goes by Duty. Now, how is that spelled? D O O D I E. Duty. Correct. So his name is shit Tennyson. Correct. Okay. Little baby Ter Dennison <laughs> is his name.
0: <laughs> he was an 18-year-old university freshman who actually, unfortunately, died by suicide on November 4th of 1948, leaving behind cryptic instructions which directed investigators to a suicide note in which Tennyson confessed to the Booker, Martin, and Starks murders. Oh. Yes. He had played trombone in the same high school band as Booker, but they were not friends. Investigators were un- unable to find any other evidence linking Tennyson to wait a the minute, murders. Wait a minute,
1: He played trombone, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Didn't one of the other victims play... That would be Booker. Oh. Yeah, she's the one that uh, played the the, the
0: uh, sax- saxophone. The
1: saxophone? Yeah. And he's a trombonist. Mm-hmm. Tromboner? Tromboner.
0: Tr- trum- I like that one better. I mean,
1: you know, tromboner. Yeah,
0: tromboner. Yeah, I think that one's better. Interesting. Yeah. So, investigators were unable to find any evidence. Linking okay. anything else, right? So James right. Freeman, a friend of Tennyson, provided an alibi for the night of the Starks' murder, stating that they had been playing cards that evening when they heard the news of the attack.
1: Oh, so he was like, "Dude, this guy's bullshit." Right? His friends like, "I was I with him that night." Yeah, I don't know why. You know, I don't know why he would do that. Yeah, I mean, but but why?
0: First and foremost, I mean, you're 18 and you're killing yourself. That's horrible. But yeah, why leave a note like that, or
1: just to fuck with people? I mean, people do that shit, man. I mean, same as the false confessions. People. Yeah, it's Maybe crazy. Some, I mean, think about it. He was, he was in a state of mind where he was willing to kill himself. Yeah. Maybe he wanted to say, you know what? Fuck it. If I'm, if, if I'm like, who knows what the circumstances behind his life were, but like, what if it was, you know, he could have been in one of those situations where like, nobody cares about me. Nobody loves me. Nobody, whatever. My life is shit, blah, blah, blah. If I'm going to go out, I'm going to make them remember me. Yeah. Like you want, you know, something like that. Like get his name out there. Cause then that way, even when he died, people are gonna be like, dude, that guy killed all these people. Yeah. Like his name, his name would still be, cause think about it. If they were somehow, if that stuck, if no one proved an alibi and then somehow like they were just like, this is the guy that did it. We'd still, you'd still talk about him. We're still you know talking about
0: saying? him now. What set right. 70 years later, right. 80 years later.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. That's it's the same. It's the same kind of reason that, you know, you get people that with the false confession, right? So. They just want that notoriety. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Next guy up on our list here is Ralph B. Bowman. Ralph B. Bowman, yeah, a 21-year-old ex-Army Air Force machine gunner, oh. claimed to have awoken the from a was that? my stomach just said Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> he awoken from a fugue state of several weeks on the days uh, or the day of the Starks murder, with his rifle missing. Okay, he said that he heard about a suspect matching his description in Hitchhike to Los Angeles, was feeling he tan? like huh? Was he tan? That doesn't say. Okay, uh, but he said he felt like he was running from murder. On May 23rd, he told Los Angeles police that he thought he might be the phantom and, quote, I'm my own suspect, he said.
1: So his rifle was missing. His rifle and was missing. And they think that the last ones were done with a 22 rifle? With a rifle,
0: correct. Okay. Yeah. Police arrested him, but Gonzalez from the you know the baseball team yeah. stated that the, uh, several parts of the man's story had little basis. In fact, Bowman said that he, he'd been uh, discharged from the Air Force for being a psychoneurotic and he had previously confessed to killing three people in Texarkana in a period of three days, which did not match the timeline of the killings.
1: Okay. So there's that guy. So he just sounds like a nut
0: job. Yes. This next guy coming up is simply known as Saxophone
1: Peddler. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> there's there's no name. No name. Just... He is listed in the suspect list. Saxophone as Peddler. Saxophone Peddler. Correct. So investigators had
0: hoped that Booker's saxophone, which she had played the night of her murder and which was missing, might lead them to a suspect. On April 27th, a
1: I hate my mouth.
0: I hate it. <laughs> 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 <Junior>. Anyway, <clears throat> a suspicious man was arrested in Corpus Christi, Texas, oh. <clears throat> for trying to sell a saxophone to a music store. Oh. He had asked about selling the instrument to the store. It is very suspicious. (laughs) He had asked uh, about selling the instrument to the store, but became evasive and fled from the store manager. Um, Quote, although no saxophone was found in his possession, the police found a bag of bloody clothing in his hotel room. Oh. After several days of questioning, the man was cleared as a suspect. Booker's saxophone was located on October 24th, six months after the murder, in underbrush near the place her body had been found.
1: Okay, so the saxophone never went anywhere.
0: Well, it says, although no saxophone was found in his possession, so did he find it or did he have it in his possession and then fucking ditch Take it? it? Yeah, like, well, I, they just, they, okay, <clears throat> they found her body. Yeah, yeah. They obviously did a search. Correct. You didn't find a fucking saxophone, a metal, big metal saxophone? I mean, Tricky. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Between all that brush, that brass saxophone doesn't stick out. First
1: of all, have you ever looked for a saxophone in the underbrush? I can't say that I have. So you have no frame of reference. I don't. I don't have. All right. Yeah, I don't. You you are correct. You are correct. correct. Was it? What if it was in a case? Case was black. You're not going to see that shit.
0: That's true. That's true. But my questioning here is: if in fact he did have that saxophone, Uh wouldn't it make sense for him to go and put it back
1: where her body had been found? Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. So he took it back. He may have taken it and then took it back. Yeah. And so, but, and again, all circumstantial. Sure. But they don't even have a
0: name. It's saxophone saxophone, peddler.
1: I'm sure they had a name. (laughs) First name, saxophone. They had to have had a name for the guy if they questioned him and shit, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Well, maybe. I don't know. Maybe he didn't even say, give a name if he
0: didn't have ID on him, what are they going to do running through DNA or running through, you know what I mean? Like there's none of that back then. Yeah. He could have simply been like, Nope, not telling you." Can
1: you imagine like how easy it is? Like that was so easy to get away with shit. Like you can oh, yeah. stop by the cops back then. And you're just like, yeah, hey, my name's uh, bill Johnson. Yep. Oh, okay, Bill, have a nice day. You're like, mm-hmm.
0: well, the eighties that that's what baffles me nowadays with people trying to get away with shit. It's just, dude. You're not gonna get it. the chance of you getting away with it. Is like it, it's in the millionths of percentile that you're gonna get away with it.
1: Yeah, we're still talking
0: about unsolved crimes. This is true. Most of these are all old though, so which That's is true. Which is why I grabbed yeah. this one because I was like, "What? This whole story is just fucking just crazy to me."
1: Saxophone peddler guy. This they guy, found, and they found bloody
0: clothes, bloody clothes, and a saxophone, which they couldn't. He was seen trying to pawn a saxophone. They did not find a saxophone. Found bloody clothes. And then the saxophone was found by where her body was initially found. Six but, months later. But wasn't there initially. Yeah.
1: So did they say how um, how soon after they talked to, or how soon after a saxophone man fled the uh, music store, did they find the actual saxophone? You know what I mean? So like, was it like, they called this dude, like, hey, this fucking weird dude was trying to sell the saxophone. He was kind of acting all crazy. And then they like talked to the saxophone peddler guy. And then like, a week later, they mysteriously find the saxophone. Well, that was
0: April 27th that sh- they did that. And she was, uh, let's see here if I can find her real fast. So Go
1: April over. 27th is when they found the saxophone? Or that's when they talked to the, that's when the guy was... That's when the guy was trying to sell the that's saxophone. That's when the saxophone peddler was right. trying to sell.
0: Right. Okay. Um. Let's see here. And April 14th is when they found, The ne- uh, April 15th is when they found her body. Okay. So... 12 days
1: later. And then six months after that is, is when they, when they found, found the saxophone. Right. Yeah. That seems weird that they honestly, I know I was fucking with you, but that does seem weird that they didn't find a saxophone. Right. Even in a case. Yeah. That's a, there's pretty, no way they, that's they, a sizable. Yeah. There's
0: no way they didn't find a saxophone. You know what I mean? So it's unless, somebody,
1: unless they were really, really bad. at And
0: again, surgery. who knows? I mean, these are the same cops that are telling everyone to shoot first and ask questions <laughs> later. You know what I mean? Like who knows? That might not be <clears throat> a grandma. Right. Exactly. Like, <laughs> So now this next guy is German prisoner of war. Again, no name again. Yeah. German POW. Yep. On May 8th, it was announced that an escaped German prisoner of war who was already being hunted as quote, a matter of routine. <laughs> don't know what that means. was cons- You know what that
1: means? He's a German prisoner of war. <laughs> They're just like, man, he got away. Yep. Let's go get him.
0: So this guy was considered a suspect. He was described as a stocky 24-year-old weighing 187 pounds or 85 kilograms for those smarter than us with brown hair and blue eyes. He had stolen a car in Mount Ida, Arkansas and attempted to buy ammunition in several eastern Oklahoma towns. The police kept searching for the POW, but it was said that he had, quote, vanished into thin air. He was a suspect. Did you hear what I just said? Yes. He tried to buy... He stole a car... Yeah. Tried to buy ammunition. Yep.
1: And he looked similar to who they think might be it. I don't know many super tan Germans. <laughs> Either, do you like my tan? <laughs> it's so nice. I've been outside. I'm, I'm a farmer. <laughs> I haven't seen you in a long time, mustache. I am a
0: farmer. You how, don't are know. You, how are you, mustache? Oh, I'm so tired. Yeah? I'm just hanging around. and It's just it's just horrible. Yeah. Especially now because, you know, I have a cold. Oh, man. Yes. Can you imagine? It's yeah, all in my yeah. whiskers. Yeah, so, so you're, gross. you're constantly
1: yes. washing up, huh? it's,
0: Except it's kind of like hair gel, so I do all kinds of cool oh, things yeah, now, you can, is it? Do you style it a little yes. bit? Yes. That's good. I take it to make it look up, and it almost oh. looks like I'm sneezing at all times.
1: Oh. Yeah, it's pretty fun. So that's, that's a way to make the best of a bad situation. Yes, it's very nice. Well, it was good to talk to you, mustache. You too, Moody. Bye. Okay, bye.
0: So next up is Unknown Hitchhiker.
1: <laughs> God, yep.
0: This is just, I'm telling you this unknown hitchhiker. May- now they're just
1: winging it, dude. They're like, oh, it could have been a hitchhiker.
0: And this is also back in the day when if somebody took a, like a news reporter, took your information down, they would tell y- your address and everything about you. If you gave a <laughs> quote, they'd be like, you know, Moody, Adam Moody from blah, 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 on North Hornshire, South of the, you know, I mean? they give all this information, but you're not going to give the information. <laughs> It's just insane to me. So on May 7th, a hitchhiker armed with a pistol carjacked and robbed a man threatening to kill him and stating that he had killed five people in Texarkana naming Martin and Booker. The hitchhiker went on to say that he was not finished killing people. Gonzalez said that uh, the police were doubtful that this man was the phantom killer, noting that the killer had gone to lengths to conceal his identity
1: while the hitchhiker boasted about it. He was freely just throwing it out. Right. Yeah. So that's, but then again, I
0: mean, you never know. There's, so there's that
1: guy. And I mean, I guess name-wise, he could have just gotten the names from news reports. Or exactly. Whatever, right? he exactly. I mean, anything. you could probably read it someplace. He and probably, like, ah. and Plus, he probably thought, well, he'll scare the shit out of him. He won't fuck with me if, if I tell him that I'm the guy that...
0: Right, absolutely. Yeah, if you're
1: going <laughs> to I'm steal him. I'm a crazy them- sex maniac. Get out the
0: car! <laughs> Do you know my name? I'm the Phantom. Get out of the car before I have sex with you. <laughs> Next is a Toka County suspect. Yep. That's. Okay. On May 10th in Atoka, Oklahoma, a man assaulted a woman in her home, ranting that he might as well kill her because he had already killed three or four people and that he was going to rape her. Yikes! Sex maniac. Yep. It he then fits. F- he then fled. Lock him up. A widespread search for the man included 20 officers and 160 residents. <laughs> oh my god, dude! <laughs> that is what we call a mob. <laughs> that is a mob. Pitchforks, yep. torches. Two days later, police arrested a suspect but did not believe this man was the Phantom. According to the man's story, he could not have been in Texarkana at the time of the Starks' murder. I couldn't have been there,
1: see? Oh, okay. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) See you guys later. Can you imagine if that's all it took? We think you're the one that did it. I couldn't have been there. All right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right, exactly. Um, Well, okay, then. I told you it wasn't him. (laughs) Next, we have Sammy.
1: Oh, Sammy. Sammy.
0: Sure. Sammy is not a real name. Uh, It is a pseudonym given to a longtime Texarkana resident with a good reputation whom the police were reluctant to name as a suspect. His vehicle's tire tracks were found across the road from Martin's corpse. He failed a polygraph test, uh, so the police decided to have him hypnotized by psychiatrist Travis Elliott. Jesus Christ. Of course, and it always works. Travis concluded that Sammy had no criminal tendencies. he He had pulled his vehicle to the side of the road in order to urinate. And then he subsequently visited a married woman with whom he was having an affair.
1: Hey oh.
0: Concealing this caused Sammy to fail the polygraph test. After po- uh, police oh, verified the yeah, details, they cleared Sammy as a suspect.
1: Okay. Yeah. It's, seems just kind of fucked up. Wrong place,
0: wrong time. Yeah, it's like, ah, well, that fucking yeah. sucks. Yeah. All right. So this one uh, is a taxi driver. Taxi driver. That's is it, it Robert De Niro? Taxi driver. Um, no. I well, maybe. And the <laughs> Jesus. A taxi driver became a major suspect in the book Martin Murders because his cab was seen in the vicinity of the crime scene that morning, but oh he was soon goodness. cleared. <laughs> Why is that even in there?
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? This, I saw this car in the area, just so you know. it Was it around the time? No, it was in the morning, but he was there. Get him. Right. It's just I, I don't know. Like What the fuck, dude? Remember are, that guy
0: the other day that was walking down the street when that thing happened to happen? They're
1: grasping. We've got to go after man. him.
0: Yeah, it's stupid. Now there's Earl McSpadden. That can't be a real name. Ah uh, I, mean, I don't know. And dude, maybe I don't know. Earl sounds right. McSpadden? McSpadden. <laughs> hey there, I'm not uh, Earl. Earl Cliff McSpadden, to be exact. Earl
1: Cliff McSpadden.
0: Yes. Earl Cliff. Okay. Not one word. Anyway, so on May seventh at approximately six a.m., the body of Earl Cliff McSpadden oh. was found on the Kansas City South, uh, Southern railway tracks, sixteen miles or twenty-six kilometers north of Texarkana, near Ogden.
1: That took a turn very quickly.
0: Yes, the body's left arm and leg had been severed by a freight train a half an hour earlier. The coroner's jury the coroner's jury's verdict stated, "quote Death at the hands of persons unknown." Oh, and that quote. He was dead before being placed on the railroad tracks. You could tell that by probably the, the bleed out and stuff. Right. And this is where it gets even weirder. Okay. More weird. McSpadden. Right. McSpadden. Because the murder is unsolved, locals have speculated that McSpadden was the Phantom 6 victim. Oh. However, a prominent rumor exists claiming that McSpadden was the Phantom and had committed suicide by jumping in front of the train.
1: Even though it was said that he was dead before.
0: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: so, but there I don't was, know anymore. So the corner, the, the corner though, uh, they didn't say anything about a gunshot. They just said he was dead before the train ran him over.
0: Correct. So they don't okay. know if he, if he was beaten to death and he was put in front of the train and just, you know, here we're going to. So go there's absolutely him.
1: nothing to tie this to an-
0: nothing whatsoever. Again, a mess. It's a mess.
1: And, To this day, they just wanted to put it in there because of his name. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? McSpatten sounds like the guy. It's fun. It's a fun name. Let's put him in there. We'll talk about him. We could say McSpatten a lot. Right. It'll be good.
0: So right now, those are the uh, the, the first one. The
1: first one actually seems like a plausible suspect.
0: Yeah, but I also believe the guy with the saxophone as well.
1: The saxophone guy, that saxophone seems peddler weird. could be another viable suspect. That seems weird to me. You know, he was trying to sell saxophone. He had some buddy clothes. Yeah. It's game.
0: just, I don't know, man. That one just seems weird. So, I mean, that's the whole story as far as I know it. And as far as all the research I've done, it's still unsolved to this day. Okay. So if anyone out there happens to know someone that knew someone that knows whatever that has to do with the phantom murders is also what they're called or the Texarkana moonlight murders, get a hold of your, you know, the Texarkana police down there, either, either side or the Texas Rangers and probably not the baseball team. I don't think they'd really want to hear about it.
1: They're not fielding calls right now for that. (laughs) that was pretty awesome did you you miss my puns no
0: i i did i did miss the puns i did (laughs) they're very punny so though that's it that's the texas moonlight murders want to know what you guys think all right they are still unsolved to this day to this day And that right there literally was probably the most fitting. <laughs> see, I know. That goes with the whole <laughs> That we've ever done. Yeah. Ta da. Ta da. Yeah. Ta-da, see, Ta-da. Ya, see. So uh, we are going to be talking about the best small town thriller movies. Small town thrillers? Yeah. All right. Uh, so basically, um, is this movies. This is IMDb
1: or what is it? This is Screen there? Rant. Screen Rant. That's a good And one.
0: it's the 10 That's best good. thriller movies set in a small town. I was born in a small town. Oh, boy. Were you <laughs> probably die in that
1: same small town?
0: Yeah, all right, Cougar menstrual cramp, calm down. <laughs> oh, whatever, you love me. number 10 on our list is and I want to know if you've seen any of these. All right, <clears throat> obviously, uh, Red Hill from 2010. Never heard of it. The Australian Western thriller oh, film Red okay. Hill follows the arrival of a young police officer to a small country town to discover on his first day on the job that a lunatic killer has recently escaped from prison and is, is heading his direction.
1: <laughs> He's headed your way! Mm. Ah!
0: Things aren't all as they seem, however, once he begins to uncover the truth behind the town's shady police presence. Oh. Director Patrick Hughes made his debut with Red Hill, a thrilling homage to classer, classer, classic Western <laughs> cinema with a tense plot made all the more enthralling by yeah. some of Australia's best acting talent. Russell Crowe. No, it doesn't tell me. Oh. The screen Rant doesn't do that. It's so weird. But anyway, I've never heard of that movie before. No, I have yeah. not either. Okay. This one is an amazing movie, and I'm sure you've seen this one. A Simple Plan from 1998.
1: I have seen that one, yes. Yeah, of
0: course. Sam Raimi. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sam Raimi is A Simple Plan. tells the, uh, the story of three also acquaintances. A
1: shitty pop-punk band, wasn't it?
0: Yes. Yeah. They, I, 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 were they a pop-punk band? Yeah, they, were, they were total. They? Sim- yeah, sim- they were simple plan, not a simple plan, but yeah. Whatever. They still sucked. Yeah. Well, so these three guys, uh, they find a stash of millions of dollars in a plane wreck and decide to keep their, uh, their find a secret. Yeah, Split I mean. the money and keep it for themselves. That's what I would do. Each member of the trio has a different plan for their loot, however, and things get even more complicated when people come looking for the lost money.
1: Oh, shit, son.
0: Following the success and popularity of his Evil Dead trilogy, Remy proves that he is as equally talented as a director outside of the fantasy horror genre with the grounded crime thriller, A Simple Plan. And this has Bill Paxton in it oh bill paxton yeah we all know who bill paxton is right or are you looking at me like that
1: because <laughs> there might be people out there that don't know who bill paxton is. oh i thought it was kicking in that's all because <laughs> he looked at me like no oh so bill paxton
0: um he was in uh aliens Game over, man. Yeah. Game o-
1: yeah. My favorite role of Bill Paxton was as uh, Coconut Pete in the movie Club Dread, which is a broken lizard movie, which is guys that did Super Troopers.
0: Perfect. My uh, favorite was uh, from um, Weird Science, where he was turned into a human pile of shit. Chet. Chet. Yes. That's my favorite. And he was amazing. So, <laughs> so that's number nine. I You guys, if I want to see if you've seen it. That's a good movie. It's a great movie. Number eight, The Hunt from 2012. Mads mm-hmm. Mickelson. I don't think I've seen it. Or this. Mikkelsen. I don't know. Mickelson. Yeah. yeah. Headlines the Scandinavian drama thriller, The Hunt, where he plays a kindergarten teacher out to prove his innocence after one of his students accuses him of a horrible
1: act. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh, man. The
0: accusation may simply be a figment of the child's imagination, though the townspeople take nothing to chance and begin a witch hunt. I don't know. never yeah. seen it. Yeah. All right. It's, it's Scandinavian. So it's Mads a, Mickelson's pretty good. Yeah, he's a pretty good actor. Yeah. Yeah, I dig him. Uh, number seven from 2007, Shotgun Stories. Nope. Um... Family rivalries make for some of the tensest themes in small town oh. thrillers, and Jeff Nichols' debut indie film, Shotgun Stories, features it in spades. It follows the feud that develops between two sets of half brothers after the death of their father, as we find out just what each group is willing to do to protect their family. Okay, yeah, I hate that they don't tell me like who's in the damn thing. Yeah, because uh, you know that. Uh, Care, turn your real quick and just see. You know that guy. See him. Hold on. Do you see his face? You know that guy. Looks familiar. He's been in a bunch of shit. Can't remember what the damn. Uh-oh. Oh, thank God that was empty. <laughs> thank God that was empty. Anyway, yeah, this doesn't even have any ratings or anything. They're just saying that these are the movies. I don't yeah, know. Screen okay. rate sucks. We're not All doing right. a screen rate anymore. Um, I want to know if you guys have seen that because I have not. Shotgun stories. Not familiar. Number six, Snowtown from 2011. I've actually
1: heard a lot about this. Snowtown? Snowtown. Not familiar.
0: Set in a small town in Adelaide, Australia, and based on a horrific true crime, Snowtown follows the relationship between a teenager and his mother's new boyfriend. The boyfriend becomes somewhat of a mentor and father figure to him, only to later find out that things aren't what they seem when dead bodies are discovered about the place.
1: Okay, there is nobody I know in that movie. I'm looking at the cast right now. Of what? Snowtown? Snowtown.
0: Yeah, Snowtown, I'm not familiar with. What was that
1: last one called? The shotgun something? Shotgun
0: stories.
1: Oh, okay. Shotgun stories.
0: That's oh. sh- shotgun.
1: Oh, it's it's not shogun. Shotgun. <laughs> shogun stories? <laughs> it's a completely different thing. That could be an entirely different movie. Probably it's, good, it's probably a real thing. The Shogun uh, Stories. Let's see. Who is who is that dude? Fuck is that guy? If
0: you said his name, I probably still wouldn't know it to be honest with you. But he was—he uh, was—he's been in a bunch of shit. Yeah. He was just in recently in that—that uh, that TV show with Nicole Kidman, where uh, what is it? Like seven strangers or seven weird people? I don't know. It doesn't. There's, matter. There's
1: nobody. There's no names that I recognize. All right. So,
0: well, it doesn't fucking
1: matter. Number five, yeah. Straw Dogs. I've, is it the original, or the original 1971 so it's the original that's yep. a good movie yeah
0: Dustin Hoffman headlines the classic psychological thriller film Straw Dogs where he plays an astrophysicist who moves to a country town in England with his wife to get away from the violence plaguing his home country of America yeah violence seems to follow him however as the town's locals who are known to his wife become increasingly hostile towards him
1: <laughs>
0: yeah this movie number four is absolutely amazing Okay. Um, number four is Hell or High Water, from 2016. I haven't seen that one. Oh, dude, it's it's so awesome. Two brothers hatch a plan to rob a series of banks in order to gather enough money to pay back a loan that will uh, they'll uh, they'll use to save their family uh, estate. Okay. Okay. So hot on their tail is a Texas Ranger. <laughs> who will uh, you know use his wits and experience to anticipate their next movie or move. Oh, Jeff Bridges is in it. Yeah, Jeff Bridges is the Texas Ranger. It's got oh, Chris I Pine. See. Yeah, look at that. Chris Pine and Ben Foster, both amazing actors. And Chris Pine, if you guys don't know who that is, that's uh, the new Captain Kirk
1: from the yeah. new Star Trek yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, Great actor. Great actor. He's also in the, uh, the new Wonder Woman. He was Wonder Woman's dude. I haven't seen the Wonder Woman. You're not missing much. Number three, also a great movie. Fargo from 1996. Okay, yeah, Fargo. Fargo's badass. One of the most highly regarded cult classic films of the 90s is the Coen Brothers crime drama thriller, Fargo. Fellow's a small town car salesman who hatches a harebrained kidnapping scheme to come up with some money to get out of some financial troubles. What is meant to be rudimentary a rudimentary plan goes south fast, and the financial problems become the least of his worries. Wood chipper. Wood chipper. Yep. It's amazing. Steve Buscemi. That's the scene, man. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. And it's such a dark... Just black comedy. Oh, yeah. Like, it's Great. so good. Yeah, it's good. God, I love that. They even made a TV show out of it, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen the TV show. I haven't either. So staying on with the Coen brothers here, number two, also a good movie, except for the end. The end can suck my butt. No Country for Old Men.
1: I've never seen that whole movie. Really? Yeah. It's good. It's a
0: slow burn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super slow burn. Uh, so this one's another career milestone in 2007. Uh, no Country for Old Men. Multi-Oscar award-winning film sees a ruthless um, hitman arrive at a town to collect a sum of money recently discovered by a local man at the site of a drug deal gone, gone wrong. Mm-hmm. The hitman takes no prisoners on his relentless journey to complete his mission. And the hitman is, uh, Javier, uh, what is it?
1: Javier Bardem. Uh,
0: yeah. I've, it's, I've, no, it's Javier Bardem. Javier Bardem. <laughs> that Javier Bardem guy who played that role amazingly. Yeah. He played yeah, that yeah. just that completely drab and like non-emotional person. It was so amazing or yeah, non-emotional with that fucking haircut. Emotionless. And the number 1 on our list, Wind River from 2017. Have not seen this. Is that
1: a Is that a horror western?
0: Uh doesn't I don't think so. It does have uh let's see Jeremy Renner and Elizabeth Olsen in it. Is it a Marvel movie? It is not. Set on a Native American reservation atop a harsh, snowy landscape, Wind River follows an FBI agent's attempt oh, to solve a murder.
1: I haven't seen this. I know the movie, though. I yeah, do know the movie.
0: It's number one on here. The pair find the odds stacked against them in a town that holds more
1: secrets than they can imagine.
0: But yeah, those, those are the remember, movies for the week.
1: I do remember seeing like the, uh, the previews for this movie. Do you remember? Sorry. I, I just said I remember... Do you remember? <laughs> yeah, do. Sorry. Ado? Much ado about nothing. So, those are the movies for the week. Yeah.
0: So make sure to stop over to our official website, the at our website. You can buy some super sweet merch. Super sweet. Yeah. Where you can find our Duke of finger bomb, the don't be a Salvo <laughs> uh, Jersey raccoon hats, phone case. I mean so wait, much wait, more wait, stuff. Wait. So good. Oh, I thought you were pulling your ween out, dude. I was like, <laughs> what is going on? That comes later. It's not that kind of, there's the Salvo shirts. There, there it is. Don't be a Salvo. That son of a bitch. Also listen, if you want to stay Who's clean. Who's the guy
1: on that? Who's the picture on that shirt, by the way? It's DeSalvo. <laughs> what
0: the fuck? If you want to stay clean, <laughs> you need some Dr. Squatch soap. Yeah. I actually just ordered my uh, Batman collection uh, two oh, days ago. Oh, I didn't ago. see they had a Batman Yeah, one. Batman just came out. So I ordered oh, that. Oh. I actually got two, one to use and one to keep. Oh, very nice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, of course, you guys know Dr. Squatch has changed in the way that men approach hygiene by providing all-natural, high-quality, healthy products like bar soaps, hair care colognes, beard oils, and more that make you feel like a man and smell like a champion. Women use it as well, right? Yeah. Your wife uses it, She's used it, yeah. Yeah. All soaps and products are made right here in the U.S. using the finest all-natural ingredients, not cheaply made or harmfully mass-produced. I just opened up a new one the other day. I cannot remember what it's called, but it's green and white. Yeah. Dude, it smelled. Is
1: it the aloe one? It
0: might be. That might be what it is. God, does it smell good? I
1: have another. So the one I'm using now, uh, I love the way it smells, but every once in a while, it's it, you get a hint of like pickle. It, you smell like a pickle.
0: I don't know and if I hate that or love that.
1: It's a, It's like, it, but like this, the scents that are in it are like, okay, it's not pickle anything, right? But it's like, I open it and I started like washing. I'm like, I smell like a fucking pickle right now. I loved it because I love pickles. Dr. Squatch, can you get us a pickle? <laughs> A soap? dill pickle a soap? A dill pickle. That'd
0: be awesome. Yeah, I'd, I mean, well, I'd use it. I'd use that. I, I love all their soaps. The only one I've had a, a problem with so far, and by the way, Chainsaw out there was asking uh, what we recommend. Yeah. Um, And to be honest, I love them all. Yeah. All I really like the ones with the uh, the exfoliating stuff in That's it. That's all we get. Yeah. I like that except the coffee one. It had a little bit too much in it.
1: See, I had the coffee one too, and I didn't think it really smelled like anything. Yeah. Like it, it, there wasn't a very strong scent. And there
0: was just chunks of co- like coffee grounds all over the fucking place. <laughs> it's, we're all like, that's the only one, but I still liked yeah. it. I thought it was yeah, good. It, it was a was good soap. And it was just, it got stuff all over the, the place. pine tar
1: is amazing. Yeah, pine I tar is pine great. Tar.
0: I like the bourbon one. God, I love that yeah. one. Oh, that's so good. But you can get 20% off your first subscription. All right, just head on over to the MidnightTrainPodcast.com forward slash sponsors. Click on the banner and use the code that's on there to get the best damn soap. Also, yes, we just got... Sponsored uh, f- from um, Manscaped. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Manscaped is now sponsoring the show. I will have all that information coming up soon for you. You guys are going so to get all kinds of discounts. Shave your
1: balls yeah. and be happy about yeah.
0: it. Yeah. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, you can go over and you can use promo code accidental to Ooh. get a uh, uh, get a percentage off over there. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. All right. So, And what we need, we need help too. All right. So you guys, I mean, well, obviously they know that we need you guys to go over there and order it using that code because we have a year trial with them. Okay. And we can get enough people to go over and use our code. It's going to be an indefinite trial or not indefinite indefinite trial. (laughs) It's kind of oxymoronic, wasn't it? So yeah. So make sure you guys are doing that. You know what I mean? I'll fucking use it. Absolutely. Get yourself some Manscaped stuff, dude. They have great stuff. They got seriously. For guys and girls, girls can use them too, but it's mainly meant for dudes. They got
1: the ball trimmer on there. And I don't know, like, I know girls don't get this. I mean, maybe you do. It might be the same with your parts, but uh, man, if you've ever accidentally trimmed your nutsack, with the Clippers, yeah, oh um, it's
0: boy, it's the worst. It is the worst, and I'm
1: sure they probably
0: have done this. Well, that's same. what I'm
1: saying. There might be, you know, yeah,
0: I'm sure it happens. And the, the, it's awesome too because they have all kinds of cool stuff over there, including like a uh, nose trimmers, and um, it's called like the weed whacker. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's, yeah. and then there's the ball, you know the yeah, your ball trimmer. That's what it is. It's I, a ball trimmer. What it is? Shave
1: you, shave your, shave your not balls. Not just your balls, though. No, it's for everything. It's for Everything.
0: So if I'm not mistaken, you go over to Manscape.com and whatever you order, just use promo code Accidental. And, okay. uh, yeah, hook it up. Help us out. All right. Man. And also, if you like what you've heard from us, and God knows you had to have, consider being a well. producer of the show by heading over to the Midnight and clicking on the Patreon button, or just go over to Patreon.com forward slash the Midnight Train Podcast. For as little as five bucks a month, you can get all kinds of cool stuff like, uh, you know, custom shirts, posters, stickers, yeah. all kinds of cool stuff, but especially the bonus episodes. Yeah. That's where it's at. And
1: if you sign up,
0: to be a it patreon because
1: we we put all of our crappy episodes out for you guys right right of the good episodes but you, bu- you got to pay, pay for it yeah you got to
0: pay for it but also you can uh you can also <laughs> you will receive bonus episodes from icons and outlaws our new music podcast as well so for one price you it's get two for one baby you get bonuses for both so two it's kind of cool one. yeah so get over there and do that yeah, help us right out nice. support the show but of course word of mouth is how we're going to get more passengers on this train and continue to bring you weekly episodes yeah right So do that. Be awesome. Yeah. Help us out. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Spotify. You can rate us over there now. And you can also listen to the new songs from icons and outlaws over there on Spotify. And we have a curated playlist specifically for you. Oh, nice. Yeah. So all the cover songs that we are actually writing for the shows. Are going to be, be up there. Playlist? We've got three songs released so far on the playlist. What are they? Um, we've done, um, boy, thank you. Um, Big Empty from Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, very nice. We've done um, That'll Be The Day by Buddy Holly. Oh. And the one I'm most awkwardly proud of, Dirt Off Your Shoulder by Jay-Z. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay, <laughs> and they are definitely not what you think. So give them a listen if you get a chance. Also, listen to the show uh, Icons and Outlaws it's all, because it's all
1: calliope music. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah,
0: it's, uh, it's it sounds
1: um, like a circus from nineteen forty-seven.
0: Yeah, it's a uh, hardcore country. Jeez. Yeah, we call it Cunt Core.
1: Oh, very nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So it'll be good. You get over there. And plus, those songs we be playing on the end of each episode. So the uh, the songs that we do are correlated to the episode. To the episode. Yeah, so Yeah, I like it. it would be cool. Like and if you're looking for a new podcast player, listen, even though I think Spotify's pretty awesome, but so is Good Pods. Get over there and check out Good Pods. What's good about them is it's all about the indie podcast. So it's not like they're throwing oh, the same awesome. five corporate yeah, ones out there. So you can get on there and you can also rate us on that What's it mofo called? as well. Good pods. Good pods. Good pods. Bro. Good
1: pod. Good pod, bro.
0: bro. Bro, that pod. That pod is so good. It's good, dude. <laughs> we can't thank you enough for all the love and support we receive. Thank you, Moody, for coming back, man, yeah, and baby. hanging out. That's yeah, awesome. Man. Moody's going to be here, hopefully indefinitely, until he goes on another Sasquatch hunt. By yeah. the way, did you find anything on that? or?
1: I can't really talk about that. Really? Yeah. Damn it. There's uh, some ins and outs and things that uh, I'm I'm still working through some red tape. Like ins and outs like you were having sex with Sasquatch? Those kinds of ins and outs? That's, I mean, I'm just saying if it were to happen, I don't think I would tell you. So you can't tell me either way is what you're saying? At least not about the sex. So you can't say it didn't happen. I'm not saying anything. Okay. All right.
0: Well, that makes sense. So you guys do keep the train moving. Thank you all so much for listening. And a very special thank you to our fearless executive Patreon. God, you Woo. producers are amazing. And we're we're trying to come up with a new name, Woo. Moody. Yeah. Uh, for our Patreon producers because, you know, we were calling them the poopers for a while because the people's organization of paranormal paranormal obscurities and research, that that really stupid thing I came up with. Yeah. (laughs) Well, now we've got the icons and outlaws and it's going to be combined together. So, you know, I actually want you guys to come up with your own name. I think that'd be awesome. Okay. You guys get together, get on there onto our forums and stuff and and let us know what you guys want to be called. In the meantime, you will be our amazing Patreon producers. And to you, I say thank you. To Margaret, Margaret. <laughs> hold on, I'm gonna start that over. Ready? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> to Margaret Dempsey, I am so sorry, sorry Sar- 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 Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I'm still sick. I'm still sick. Margaret, I am so Sar- sorry, Margaret. Sargret. It's Sargret Margaret is what I basically did there. I am so sorry. Oh my god, that's ridiculous. To Margaret Dempsey. <laughs> Kelly Ryan, Corey Karkowski, Nathan <laughs> Diekman, Hank Sanchez, <laughs> Stacy Lacona, Nicholas Cooper, Caitlin McKinney, Trent Scott, Spencer Dunlap, Jacob Cook, Maggie Brothers, <laughs> Albert Lopez, Miles Campbell, Brian Gunsman, Margaret Atkins, Colleen Cox, Pumpkin Escobar, Mac Doherty Turner Cox, Sydney Sayer, Gina Madison, Janet Sherell, Chad Flint, Chris McLeod, Justin Kowalczyk, Rob Webb from the Funbox Podcast. Yeah. Yeah, hey, make sure you go check out the yeah. Funbox. Christina Skelton and Jessica May from the Sister Skelton... Is that what it is?
1: I thought it was the sister's skeleton. Sisters. Skeleton. Skeleton. Yeah. Skeleton. Skeleton.
0: Skeleton. (laughs) Right. What are you saying? (laughs) No, it's the sister's skeleton. It's S-K-E-L-T-O-N. All right. Podcast to Maria Gibbs, (laughs) to Chainsaw. What the fuck? And thank you for uh, stopping out, brother. He uh, uh, stopped over with your sister
1: yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I saw and, that they stopped by. And got some uh, some footage. I think they went to the Tool concert. Did they? A lot of people did. did. I saw everyone blowing that up yesterday. She she sent me... I was so bummed. Like, I'm not a huge Tool fan, but if I could go to see him... Like, <laughs> yeah, you uh, are. I'll go see him. <laughs> I said a huge uh-huh. Tool fan, not huge tool. I put the fan.
0: Okay, okay. Sorry. Concert. I misheard you. <laughs>
1: No, but I, I, oh, she sent me a, she sent me a message at like six, six o'clock or like four o'clock last night, whatever. She's like, you're working tonight? I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta go into work. I work third shift for those of you who don't know. Uh, so I, I was like, yeah, I gotta go into work. Why? What's up? She's like, one of her friends is like, she just gave me four tickets to the Tool concert for 15 bucks. Yeah, were
0: they just handing out tickets? I have no idea. Because everybody I know, like my buddy Bill Bill Birch, who I yeah. didn't get a chance to say his name, so I'll just do that real quick. Also, the Jigsaw Rick Ressler, <laughs> Courtney, <laughs> Courtney Batchelor, Katie Brabinick and Bill Birch, my you buddy.
1: Know, you know the wrestler, really? Like, hey,
0: <laughs> but he uh, he was like, "Dude, you want to go to see Tool?" And I'm like, ah, "I can't, man, because I had to record hey. for Icons last night." And um, everybody went to that damn show. Yeah. Like everybody, I'm seeing so many people blowing that
1: up. So hopefully it was good. Hopefully you I guys see a perfect it. circle. I love a perfect circle. I like them better than Tool. I think. Yeah, but I do like I do, I do like older tools better. Yeah, <laughs> do you? <ya?
0: laughs> do you? <laughs> so listen spread the word for us and if you want your name to be mentioned and for us to <laughs> the just list is so, growing huh? yeah, of course that's awesome we're getting more and more and more amazing people that's great we're getting I, more I by I the missed, way i missed this we're getting a lot of new listeners from um over in england and and so on and so forth so i'm glad it's spreading over there england yes
1: spread like a disease yes is that, is that inappropriate to say right now no it's over with isn't it given the I don't know. I think someone, I think there's a place that's having like huge surges again. China. Man. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Zheng, 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 Zhengjin? Fe- what? Zhengjin? I think that's what it
0: is. Just closed down for like a week because of it. I which is like- a huge, it's the fourth bit, a largest port in the
1: so, world. So I feel like, I don't know if it's just simply because there's the sheer amount of people over there that it sounds like a very overwhelming. I think you know there's I mean? 14 million people in that city alone. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like that's like. So obviously, yeah, you get a surge over there, it's going to sound even more daunting because there's just so many people. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't written, like, looked at the numbers and stuff, but I thought that since we're uh, almost into World War III that COVID was done.
1: Is that right? I think that's how it works. Is that how it works? Yeah. And okay. then once this whole thing is over, it'll be something else. Right. There'll be something else. It's from one crisis to another.
0: Right. It seems to be, I mean, that's kind of how it works though, right? Yeah, absolutely. So in, in, in saying that, the positive way of thinking about stuff
1: is just look forward to the next crisis. I right. yeah, just know that no matter what happens in life, you're just going to be constantly getting fucked.
0: And in saying that, thank
1: you so much. <laughs> We're going to leave on a good note. Yeah, we're going to
0: leave on that one. Thank you guys so much. And listen, thank you so much for hanging and uh, being patient with me. Super sick last week. Super sick. I'm still sick if you can't hear it. And I'm like still like draining. You look fucking terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) I'm feeling a little bit better, but this damn sinus infection has just been brutal, dude. Yeah. Brutal. And I thought I could like get away and like have it just clear up on its own. And it got progressively worse. Just admit that it's COVID. It's it's not COVID.
1: (laughs) Just admit it. No, it's not COVID. I got tested. That was for something else, dude. Do you think they test for COVID by swabbing your pee-pee? Wasn't my (laughs) (laughs) pee-pee. Anyway, <laughs>
0: thank you guys for you know staying and, and just kind of bearing with me on that one. And uh, yeah, Moody's back, yeah. and we're gonna you know keep rocking with this. And of course, Icons and Outlaws, get over there and subscribe to that immediately. It's fun. It's Jeff, Logan, and myself talking about the legends of the uh, music world. So when is my episode? When is your your legend? Yeah, no, uh, my me your episode, my episode about you about me. Um, uh, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk <laughs> I'm about I'm, it. I'm like, what am I? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> I cannot say yes or no to that. When are you doing one on Erase the Gray? Not. <laughs> not
0: doing one on Erase the Gray. No, what about no, no. Burning Vegas? When nope. They, when no. do they get one? None of those. No? None of those. However, it's really cool because we get to actually, like, um, you know, we actually have a lot more um, uh, input because, you know, Jeff and I have both kind of been there before. You've never been to the site of a 1946 murder? I have not. Oh. Unfortunately. I hope to one day. Which would explain your lack of input. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so stay safe out there, passengers. And as always, choo-choo, motherfuckers! i go home and get your
1: fucking shine box. Yeah.